So, 30 years later, 8 to 2 in Tampa, no less. What was, uh, what the hell were they smoking? Yeah, 30 years later. Thanks to the Beast, by the way, for your uh, facts. Thanks. By the way, I, I have the solution for the Panthers. Yeah. They should take 16 days off and then come back and play again. Okay, sounds good to me. It's like a fresh horse. I think the Leafs can take 16 weeks off and come back and play again. What makes any difference? It's like a fresh horse, you know. Some yeah, horses Don't start with a hockey fresh. talk, okay? That would not be a good way to start my 30th anniversary yet. Yeah. You started it. The hell I did. The first words out of your mouth were 8-2 to two out of Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. What did that have to do with hockey? Oh, you were talking about something else? I was talking about the uh, odds of the uh, the dog track. Oh. Is that still open, by the way? Uh, yes. It's well, a nice track. No, it's not a nice track. The St. Pete uh, Derby Lane was a nice track. Tampa I mean, is okay. nice. I've been it's over okay. there. I have, too. Uh, Steinbrenner, since Steinbrenner bought it, it's very nice. What, the dog track? Yeah. Oh. I've I been over there. The track. I went over there to watch simulcasting. Uh, when I was there covering some football games, for, you know, I, I went there to watch the Breeders' Cup one year. It was pretty good. Derby Lane was really something. Yeah, I remember that one, too. And Flagler. Yeah. All these places rest in peace. Flagler's still open. Here comes the bunny, and there goes, uh... Your yeah. bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Flagler's okay. still open, and Hollywood's still open. Clarence is uh, out of town. He's busy doing the uh, U.M. basketball again tonight. we got U.M. in Maryland, so he's up there in uh, wherever the hell that is. Yeah, College Park. Mm-hmm. Good place for him. So what are you going to do for your anniversary? Absolutely nothing. What do you mean, nothing? Tomorrow I'm going to uh, celebrate by taking off at 12.50. Oh, it's a baseball And again, game. next Wednesday. Next Wednesday at 12.50. <laughs> 30 Not years ago. Islands, they are the best, huh? 30 years ago. Did you ever think you'd be doing, like, a two-hour show? Because two you were going to leave look, for look a at who the hell is talking, baseball man. game? Look at who's talking. This guy does three hours every day on days when he shows up, and then he used to be on there four to six thirty, two and a half hours scam. You should have never let that thing go, no matter for love or money. Uh, money. Four to six thirty, boy. It wasn't love. But the money. Fact, uh, yeah, look at that. Four to six thirty tomorrow, man. She's got uh, a scam because the Panthers in Montreal are playing. Yep. And then he's got four to six thirty on Friday because it's the Panthers and the Hurricanes. So that should be really ugly. So then, although you never know, after last night, maybe they're on the verge of greatness. You don't want to talk hockey on your anniversary. No, I sure don't. There you, you go again. again. You want to see the faxes and the telegrams. Oh, my God. You would be just you'd just plots. Is, Back the president, is the president going to call during the show? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. Boy, this is pretty impressive. After 30 years, six. Seven. Seven faxes this morning. Let's hear it. All right. All right. After 30 years, man. They're lined up at my door here. They're all the way out there on Young Street. Fantastic. That's one for every four and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> the love. Can't you feel the love and the warmth from Southford? Remember the song, The Warmth of the Sun by the Beach Boys? Yes. Well, it warms up the atmosphere in South Florida, but not the people. That's the difference. Well, it's as cold as a giant brick of ice. Remember, Mary, I'm sure you remember the days when the Iceman used to bring the, uh, he had that big pair of tongs. Yeah. Yep. And they used to have that big block of ice that they sure. would use in the freezer and, uh, long before the days of the modern refrigerators. Yeah, the milkman would uh, show up and then the Iceman. And uh, the paperboy. And the paperboy. That's right. Well, the paperboy still shows up. I don't know who the paperboy generally is, like a 40-year-old guy now. 
And what a shame that I, I guess I canceled the wrong paper because I canceled the Herald at the house quite some time ago. And the Sun Sentinel still shows up. And Now, the only reason Kevin Baxter wrote that, and I don't want to sound ungrateful because he wrote a nice piece, is that Duff called him. Yeah. So the Sun Sentinel wrote nothing. Your good buddy, Jicka. You know, there's a thing about people being little, not only in stature. There are some short people like Napoleon who is small in stature but big in terms of his impact on the world. But there are people who are small physically and also in other ways as well, like Tom Jicka. Just, just being a small person. Just like out of spite, you know. I mean, he wrote a big thing on the 20th anniversary and the 25th anniversary. Well, of course, about 30. About 30, man. Which is the title of our CD that we're peddling now for Abandoned Pet Rescue. That, you know, that would seem to me that would be pretty significant. But not in the Sun Sentinel. There isn't one word, not nary a word. Positive, negative, friendly, hostile. We'll just ignore that old queen. That's all. Just uh, to hell with them. And you know what? To hell with them. So in your 30 years... So I'm still waiting for you to throw Jick over. In fact, maybe that's why... I haven't I seen him. I, yeah, no. I, haven't, yeah, I haven't, you know, been going out to call Well, he doesn't cover the local scene. Shut you know, it he, down. He, he was, he's too important for that. And I writes puff pieces about network TV shows that will be canceled in about 10 minutes. Haven't seen him, huh? Not lately. Well, maybe that's a good sign. So my question for you is... Yes. 30 years... Yeah. Best Thanks to Sid Levin, by the way. He rescued me from that uh, shopping center in Yuma, Arizona. <laughs> well, that's a true story. I was getting ready to start a job in Yuma, Arizona. Oh, yeah, you turned back. And I called my mother. She said, Sid Levin just called from WKAT. He wants to talk to you. He thinks uh, he wants to hire you. You know, so I turned around. I drove all the way back. I, w I was thinking about you yesterday and Sid. And in the days when you started there, you know, Sid was the first one to put sports talk on the air, too. Well, that's unfortunate. He had Sonny Hirsch. Right. Chris and, Myers. And Luther Evans. Oh, Luther Evans did the horse racing thing, rest in peace. But right. Luther had a talk show on Sunday nights. That's correct. So those were the first sports talk shows down here. And we had uh, Art Smith, was the engineer. I'm just talking about all the dead people I can. And Laverne was the receptionist. And Lynn Russell and Jim Alton were the morning. What, what the hell was the name of that show? Did they have a name? I forget. Trying to remember the guy who used to be the uh, sports Jim, producer there. Pretty sure Jim Alton is dead. I don't know. Howard Premer was there waiting to get fired. I don't want to go through that story again. That's a great story. How'd you like to be program director, Howard? <laughs> that was great. And then uh, I guess I, I don't have to ask you this question. What about Joe Freed? No, no who, who was the, the best program or the the best? Radio guy you ever worked for, and I guess you would probably you, you Casper. would be Casper without a question. Yeah, I mean Sid was very nice to me, and he gave me my start, and he's a good guy. But he, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say Sid was necessarily a radio guy. You know, he just he was, and of course he was a politician. He was on the Dade Commission back then. Remember? Oh yeah. Hey, he was, uh, he was in the Graham administration. He was yeah, the Secretary he was, of he Commerce. He was a political guy. That's right. In fact, I had him. The this is bizarre. I had my first boss in the market, Sid Levin, as a guest on my show at WS News because at that point he was working for, was it Florida Plunder and Loot? Or he was either. Yeah, he there. worked there. No, I don't think so. I think he was working for the state, for Bob Graham. I don't remember. But well, he, he had both jobs. He was a guest on my show. Yep. How's that? Yeah, Dick Casper was, uh, and of course Tom Jicka was too lazy to write about Dick Casper, too. Tom, you're just a nothing man. You're pathetic. You're just sad. You belch a lot. That's your claim to fame. You belch on the air a lot every time you're on all those shows, you know. And then every now and then he goes on Mr. Ego Show and they sit around ripping me an ass. Hey, that's great. Just spell, just pronounce the name right, Tom. You jackass. What a joke. He goes on that show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get spy reports. 
from the uh, limited number of people who might be listening. Yeah, Tom Zicka, good close personal friend. I know he comes on Eddie's show. He, he, he'll go on anybody's show. No, he fills in on Eddie's show. He doesn't come on the show. He fills yeah. in when he's not around. Fills in. That's why he's terrified to, like, say anything about, uh, you know, Greg Reed or the, anything with the station. Because he doesn't want to lose that gig. Oh, I'm sure it's a very important gig, too. <laughs> You're a weak sister, Tom. Well, it gives him a little extra gambling money, you know, for those times when you and he are out there schmoozing at uh, Calder. So don't you want to say nice things on your 30th anniversary, you know? What do you mean by that? You know, is this I said a nice good, thing about Kevin Baxter. Day. I thanked him about Sid Levin, about everybody I've mentioned now except Tom Zick. I said something nice about yeah. Gary Lawrence at, uh, at INZ, who uh, you know helped to get me on Zeta. Okay. I say nice things about a lot of people. Enjoy your day. Don't get aggravated. This, I'm not the least bit aggravated. Believe me, I'm. I'm the sun is shining here. It's cold as hell, but it's sunny and beautiful. There's no snow on the ground. There's not one bit of snow. And it's, uh, you know, the first of March already. We sure dodged winter up here this, this year, I'll tell you that. Basically, there wasn't any. Sun always shines on you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, sure it does. Yeah, Dick Casper was great. And, uh, and then we had, of course, Greg Reed. That's another story. We sure miss you, Greg. And, of course, the water Nazi leaving. Now, how are you going to s- survive without that? Don't mess with my log. Yeah, if there was one word I could think about the environment in that place, it would be pleasant. Pleasant. Don't F with my log. <laughs> She's a real piece of work. And, of course, Gruen. You know, this, see, you can always judge somebody by the people they surround themselves with. And you look at Greg Reed and the misfits that he surrounded himself with, and, it, you know, it spokes for itself. It's, it spokes. Like spokes on a bicycle wheel. Would you say that Joe is uh, taking care of all the family business? No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I'd say he got a good start. He's off to a really good start, but he's got a lot of fish still to fry, man. There's a lot of uh, a lot of business to take care of, including your junior program director, who now is trying to play Butch Boss now. Oh, don't play that bit. I think it's over the top. I think it's not fit for air. And he, he's pretending to be like a real program director now because he knows that he may be next. And if uh, if Joe's got any smarts, uh, he should be next because he's he's a program director like my little dog was a heart surgeon. You know, it's just ridiculous on the face of it. In addition to which, he's not even there again because he's doing another two- or three-day uh, sabbatical to broadcast some silly-ass U.M. basketball game. How many, people do, game. how many people do you think listen to U.M. basketball? Oh, tonight's huge. Big game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to be more generous. About 30, man. Yeah, I was going to be a little more generous than that. One for every year you've been on. Yeah, that's right. Just like, in fact, that's my goal today is to get 30 faxes. I got seven. That would be one for each year. Even if they're hostile faxes, I don't care about that. You know, that fat boy came in there this morning and sucked up, which was so insincere, it was pathetic. You know, Jeff High, he came in there. Those, those sales guys are all... Except for Brian Schmutz. Sincere. Brian's a good guy. Yeah. Well, there's one. And Beth. She just got here. Yeah, I know that. And Clarence wants to apologize again for the foul language he used when she came in here on Monday. Clarence? Yeah. Why? What did he do? Why? George will tell you about it. It's, I, we don't, I don't I'll tell you the whole story, Hank. Oh, He'll okay. tell you the whole story. All right. It was unfortunate. Let's do it on another day. Today it was, was your day. Don't no, get angry. Get out of here. My day, my ass. Get out of here. <laughs> well, your day, <laughs> your that's ass. That's a pretty big day. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> big, fat, pimply a day is what it is. Just like my ass. <laughs> 
Same old South Florida crap, man. I'll tell you one thing. Can't complain about the, the warmth and the uh, uh, tenderness and the feeling and the love. Where, Like Mo would say, where is the love? Where is the love? Remember that day? Where is the love? And all of a sudden, you saw Mo. Yeah. Although I will say this, somehow we're managing to fumble our way along without him. You know, he kept saying, what, are, what is he going to say? What are they going to talk about uh, when I'm gone? Well, he is gone, and we're still uh, talking. Although now we're talking about him. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised he hasn't sent me a uh, notice yet. Although he's busy voting on my poll about, uh, let's see, ponderous enough already <laughs> on my 30 years. Ponderous enough. Or maybe he voted for stale 15 times. What's, what's your poll? The poll is, what best describes Neil's 30 years on the air in Miami? And I've oh. got different words or slogans or, you know. And I put some negative ones on there, obviously, for the uh, malcontents who are still listening, of course. But, you know, like ponderous, enough already, and stale. Those are the two really uh, aggravating. Aggravating's only got one. But there's about 5% on there that uh, are negative, and that's fine. They're still listening right now. Just like the schmuck that uh, faxed me yesterday about how, oh, he's so sorry that I'm not on Sirius because uh, Howard Stern is on, uh, you know. And you oh. notice Stern, Stern's got another $50 million free publicity now that CBS is suing him. Yeah. And so Stern's back on the front page of everything. And so the Sun Sentinel's all over Stern, like, which, who's not even on in the market, by the way, unless you got the serious thing. Thanks a lot to the Sun Sentinel, okay? I hope, that all, I hope your building crashes. I hope somebody puts a big bomb right in the middle of your newsroom. Not that I take it personally, you understand. Well, listen, have a great day. You too. Enjoy your anniversary. Give Sid Levin a big kiss on the lips next time you guys have lunch. Yeah, I haven't talked to Sid in a while. Give him a big wet one and say it was for me. Thanks, Sid. do that. Okay. Tell him you call the cats in time still listening in that big uh, (laughs) listening room in the sky. (laughs) Hasta mañana. Hey, have a great day. Thanks. Quite sour 
with a machete they threaten to slice you to the bone. Then in the dreadlock of rush hour, out the window someone calls you Matagone. You fail. Everybody hates everybody all the time. Ten fourteen. Happy anniversary to me. Thank you so much. Maybe I'll send myself a few faxes. That'll uh, you know get up to sure, the thirty. Sure, just send Donald faxes right back to you. Okay. <laughs> That's the only way I'll get to thirty. I'll guarantee you that. Hey, attention, men. If you have a hair loss problem or if you're currently wearing a hair system, you better listen to this very carefully. Put your ear right up to the speaker. Charles Alfieri has been supplying and designing hair systems for showbiz people, politicians, and more importantly, everyday schmucks like you for over 40 years. And most people say you can always spot a hair system. Well, those people are talking about the bad ones, those mousy-looking muskrats. How many good hair systems go unnoticed because they look like real hair, like it's grown out of your scalp? Charles Alfieri hair systems are completely natural, designed with just the right amount of hair in the proper recessions. Run your hands through it. Grab it. Squeeze it. It looks and feels just like your own hair. And for just $99 now, Charlie will custom design a hair system for you, and you've got nothing to lose but that shiny, ugly, bald spot that makes you look about 10, 20 years older. You try the system for a couple of weeks. If you're happy with the way it looks and feels and smells, if you're getting all the action you could possibly handle, it's yours for just an additional 500 bucks. And Charlie is so confident that you will be satisfied, he offers you the following guarantee. If you're not completely happy with your hair system, just return it, and Charlie will give you back the 99 bucks. So like I said, you've got nothing to lose but that bald spot and offer. You have to be crazy to refuse. Call Charlie today. His studio's in Fort Lauderdale. He'll make an appointment for you. He will bring your ass in there, sit you down, and show you how much better and younger he can make you look. Call toll-free 1-800-321-2413. Forget about the pills and the muskrats and the blood oozing down your forehead. This is the way to get the great-looking head of hair you want. 1-800-321-2413 or on the Wicked Web, charlesalfieri.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is Oh, I think that was the wrong one. Oops, sorry, I wasn't watching Spanish language television over here. I think this is going to be the wrong one. Oh, I don't think so.
Yeah, Jeff High is like the big fat cat that just won't go away. You keep picking it up and heaving it against the wall and just trying to give it the hint, like, get out of here already. Right. You open the door, kick its ass out, and it just keeps coming back for more yeah. and rubbing up against your leg. 1,219 votes on yesterday's poll. People in South Florida are rude and hostile, 575. Absolutely. Dumb as dirt, 209. Mostly okay. Okay. 199. The worst drivers in the world, 134. Boy, an awful lot of negativity there. Let's see, 64, 75%. I hate this poll, 74. The best. People in South Florida are the best, 16. Friendly, 10. And geeks, 2. 10 friendly people. I guess we just haven't met most of them yet, right? Right, I'm still waiting. Well, we have a lot of people that want to be our friends. You know that crowd. Mm. Let's see. Let me uh, get to these faxes here. Although I guess I should mention now our goal is 1,000 votes on the poll today. Think we can make it during the show? <laughs> what? I think we're already there, aren't we? I know. Oh. we got 1,014. Well, I put this on there about 5, 6 o'clock last night because, number one, the other polls sucked. They didn't like it. And, number two, I figure why not give myself a little pat on the ass. Which best, uh, what best describes Neil's 30 years on the year in, in Miami? 321. And thanks to the guy that called in before the end of the show because he came up with... On and that's number one. And that's, that's what, what I voted for. for. That's a real feather in his crab. 321 votes. Entertaining, 309. The Pulse of South Florida, 68. A real mitzvah, 59. I voted for that only oh, because I understand what it means. Fun, 59. Well, that depends on whose uh, Who's idea of fun is. Yeah. A miracle, 45. Informative, 45. Now, see, that's not good. That doesn't bode well for your concept of reading all these stupid bedtime stories. Informative no, 45. Don't. They don't want to learn. They just want a few yuck. You're right. <laughs> I'm telling yeah, you. Yuck is the word. The masses are asses, baby. They just want to yuck it up. So don't F it up. Rhymes with yuck. Provocative 38. Ponderous. Enough already. 37. Enough already. Stale. Let's see. Just change again. 38 for that. 15 for stale. So there's 5.1%. What did I say? 5%. Mm -hmm. of the naysayers, the negatories, and they're going to put that on there for, uh, as a roosting place for them to go. And you can be sure that every one of those people, including Mo, who voted for stale and ponderous, they're listening right now. Have a great day, Mo. Do, 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 do. A scintillating 11, lucky 5, and aggravating 2. I think the lucky part should probably have more. Although I don't know how lucky I am, you know. Look what I'm surrounded with. Got a sales department from hell. Although we like Brian Schmutz being back. That's a good step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And we got a program, junior program director who's busy off doing the U.M. basketball games. Oh, the hurricane just scored a basket. I don't think that's the kind of basket he's looking for. Anyway, here's the faxes we got so far. Congratulations, spelled very interestingly with a D. And you recognize the you're, the yes. interesting part of this yes, is of we recognize the um, printing. Sure. Chronic here. I've been listening since your move to QA. I've been addicted all this time, although you and George are two of the strangest dudes I've ever seen with the worst taste in food and music. Uh, nobody does the show better. Look forward to the next two years. Uh, what do you mean two years? What about three? Or maybe he's planning on checking out in about two yeah, years. He's about three down, to go. Yeah. Uh, worst taste. Now, music is subjective. We can argue about that. But we have bad taste in food. I have great now, taste in music. That's a new one on me. Since when is that? Good golly, Miss Molly. Bad taste in food. My ass. But anyway, thank you so much. Here's one that says, Neil God, happy 30 from your bush-loving, demi-heckling, Nazi, neocon, gun-waving, hypocritical, pro-war, pro-death, pro-savage, pro-everything you hate. 
I'm assuming that means Michael Savage or that Bob Savage. Uh, As always, I remain your loyal listener, firmly seated just to the right of Genghis Khan, spelled wrong. And did, uh, don't know what I do without you, you fairy. Isn't that cute? It says Kengis Khan. Doesn't even mention that Eddie Cobb was the driver. Here's one that says, just wanted to say thanks for the laughs, bits, jingles, news, traffic, weather for half of my life. Over half of my life. I started listening to you at WK18 and have followed your show since. Before the internets, I would tape your shows, send them to people uh, living out of state who couldn't hear it. They couldn't get enough as well. Now that I'm living in Orlando, I can't listen more at work online. Continue to enjoy your shtick. Oh, I can listen to that where I see. Uh, enough of the sucking. Thanks again for making us laugh all, all these years. May your good machine always pay off. May your horses always win. May you never have to come back to South Florida. Oh, let's underline that last part over and over again. Never have to come back to South Florida. Signed, Larry. Thanks, Larry. P.S. And the Yenta voice. Anything uh, for free you're giving away? Anything for free, Neil? Well, we haven't given anything away on the air in a long time. Let's, in honor of our anniversary day, not do it again. Good. No, I'm not giving nothing away on the air. Come on, Neil. How about that Schindler's List? You said you don't want it. Send us the Schindler's List. Yeah, I'll send you a list. Let's see. Got a couple more, and then we'll... Uh, I, actually, we will take some calls today, because I'm sure they're going to be really special. Right. You don't want to calls. avoid this outpouring? No, of course not. There's look at there, there's already two of them flashing on there already. That's one for every 15 years. 26 after 10. In fact, you know something? If I would have taken one call every 15 years, I think I'd be ahead of the game. If you're hungry, I mean really hungry right now, it's time to head to John the Baker. In fact, it's not too early to start thinking about lunch. Two locations for you on Pines Boulevard in the Home Depot Center just west of Flamingo or the brand new John the Baker at the Sterling Town Center, Sterling and Pine Island Road in Cooper City. Just imagine sausage and peppers, delicious, fresh, just tons of it. Chicken Parmesan, baked ziti or lasagna, hot and steaming right in front of your puss. And don't forget John the Baker's world-famous big, gigantic garlic rolls. They are not only good, but they're as big as your head. Josh and George have tried just about everything on the menu, from the fantastic sloppy sausage sub to the gold, gold spaghetti and meatballs. One of the great parts about John and Baker is they don't use that sauce that's got that special ingredient that makes you run to the magic room every five minutes. And as far as the pizza is concerned, just ask anybody who's ever been to John the Baker's. They'll tell you it's the best in town. It's outstanding. So bring the whole family. Very low affordable prices or call ahead for takeout. In Pembroke Pines, call 954 431-4315. Or in Cooper City, 954-252-0091. John the Baker, always huge portions, always the best fresh Italian food. It doesn't get no better than John the Baker. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. Absolutely. Is it done or or does it involve your behind? Strom Thurmond thinks that only gays do this. You fairy! Most states have laws. You could be jailed or pay a fine. The Senate now must pick which or a thing. Archback for on bended knees. Oh, side of me, the front door's the back side. Just go and ask Ted Kennedy. As long as my face is in the Senate, you'll have a seat. People without health care, folks lacking livelihood. The way they act 
is really what is lewd. Well, there's Helms to model Specter and horny Bob Pack Wood. No matter where you stick it, we get screwed. Lobotomy, the Senate's lost its mind. There's hunger, drugs, and crime, God knows. Oh, God. Met by protest in India. All right. Hear what the Indian people said, Hubman and Dreard. Speaking of uh, that bit I just played, there's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. While Senator Ted Stevens, Republican of Alaska, softened his stance on extending indecency legislation to cable and satellite, a pair of his colleagues are picking up where he left off. They're picking up the uh, ball, they're picking up the baton. And it goes to show you that uh, both parties suck. I mean, you, know, you can mm-hmm. take the Democrats and yeah. Republicans, and it's just all the same garbage, swill bunch of panderers. A bill teed up by Senators Jay Rockefeller, Democrat of West Virginia, who I used to think was a uh, rational guy, and Kay Bailey Hutchinson, a real redneck from Texas, would not only subject cable and satellite to indecency rules, it would also authorize the FCC to regulate violence in TV programming. You ready for this? I told you it was coming. Yeah. And then, of course, after that, it'll be satellite radio. That'll be the next thing. So... Howard, and once you get through with your thing with CBS, which I have a lot to say about that. In this case, I have to agree with Stern. I mean, CBS is full of crap. They, they could have taken him off the air any time they wanted to, and now they're just licking their wounds, and they're all upset because they got nobody to put on the air in their CBS stations, and their ratings are way, way down, and their revenue is way, way down. So once he started promoting Sirius on the air, if they really were serious, they should have just taken him off the air. They could have done it any time they wanted, but no. Or they could have gotten an injunction against him to keep mm. him from talking about it. Right. But no because they want to continue squeezing the sponge and bleeding as much money out of Stern as they could. Anyway, we'll get to that. Hey, Bruce from uh, Cooper City, your fax is illegible. Resend it. Now, resend it, Bruce. And what kind of a name is that anyway, huh? Yay. Let's see, more faxes. I, well, let me just get this out of the way. The bill would additionally increase the maximum fine for a single indecency incident or violent content to $500,000 subject to a cap of $3 million. The FCC would be given latitude to double fines for egregious cases, such as incidents in which the offensive material had been scripted in advance, and reduce fines when appropriate for small and locally owned broadcasters. In addition to First Amendment concerns, the bill could also encounter resistance for adding TV violence to the FCC's purview. And it goes on about uh, they want to do this, they want to do that. It's just the same old crap. Censor, censor, censor. And it makes no difference whether it's Democrats, Republicans. They're all on. Nobody's into smut, man. Everybody wants to censor. The hell with the First Amendment and all these other things. Well, by the way, as far as the ports deal is concerned, I know a lot of you are very whipped up into a frenzy about it, and you can get whipped up all you want like Lou Dobbs, yeah. but the fact of the matter is that tomorrow the deal becomes final. Right. The deal goes through tomorrow. And, of course, the 45-day uh, dog and pony show that they're putting on to pacify everybody and calm all the hysteria down, uh, that is meaningless because even at the end of the 45 days, they found out that it jeopardizes national security and that a bunch of terrorists are going to be waiting in every port in America. It doesn't make any difference because the deal after tomorrow is a done deal legally. It goes through. In other words, there ain't no turning back now. Like Cornelius' uh, brothers and sister Rose would say, it's too late to turn back now. So, good luck. And, of course, Bush only found out about it a couple of days before all the Fuhrer started. The Fuhrer. 
But then he says, oh, well, he's going uh, to exercise his first veto if they try to block it. What does that tell you? Liar, liar, your thing's on fire. In India, they say, Chubman Dreer. Facts are rich, says. Now, there's Cornelius Brothers and Sister Rose. Just because you mentioned it. Right? I know. That was really something yesterday, Spiders and Snakes by Jim Stafford. That was extra special. I like Jim Stafford. He Here's a fact that says, happy 30th, you old uh, humpback, you. I'm not sure we can say that, humpbag. Can I'll, we say I'll humpbag? Go, I'll call we can't Clarence. say D-bag. We certainly can't say S-bag. I'll send Clarence a, a text message. Yeah, send Clarence an email and see if we get approval from our junior program director who's up there bouncing basketballs in Maryland somewhere. What a jackass. I've been a loyal listener for 10 years myself. That's how long I've been swimming this tepid cesspool of humanity called South Florida. 30 more years of fun, at least for you, my friend. Thank you. Oh, God. Oh. 30 more years. Sure. Neil, I'm old. I've heard them all, and you're the best. Happy 30th. I hope you are here for many, many more. Your oldie moldy friend. All right. Whoever that is. Oldie moldy friend from the Everlasting Covenant Church, this fax comes. How do you like that? A church person. Maybe it's from the church lady. I think. Might be. Here's one that says, from Jack, happy anniversary, Neil. Been listening since 86. How long has George been with you? 14 or 15 years? 15. 15 years. And we couldn't have done it without George, man. He is uh, something. Else. He's one of a kind, of course. Yeah. What kind is that? Well, is it true that you buy George a new car every year? No, I don't buy it. <laughs> no, actually, I do pay for George's car payments. Yeah. We'll have to talk about that. Yeah. You know, the best of what you do, stay well, Jack. No, I don't buy him a new car every year, but I do pay his car payments. I have no right. idea why. I just got, I just, uh, I don't know. Well, I know how that happened. Because you used to have the trade deal from Kendall Toyota, remember right. that? Yes, I do. And I used to get the car, and I'd give it to George, because I already had like 15 cars, and I gave him. And then, of course, Kendall Toyota canceled, because Wayne bought Kendall Toyota, and actually, once the, he found out that I was doing the response, that was the end of our relationship with Kendall Toyota and Mark Jacobson and those awful TV uh, shows. Right. So, uh, that's how that came about. And pleased to do it. Especially with the big bucks that George is making. Oh, and, of course, Josh Cordes, who's unsung hero, who just uh, gets screwed over. How's that deal coming? I'm sorry I asked. <coughs> but the check is in the mail. Sweet. Yeah, there you go. Oh, and I should mention this little promo for where it's on our website. Nice job, Eric, man. Did you look at that thing? That thing looks yes, beautiful. I did. That thing really looks nice on our website. There's a reason to go there besides oh. voting for... Uh... Now, how come that phone keeps ringing? Okay, it rang already Otter. once. And I'm not here, okay? That means the Boca Brian disc is downstairs. Well, I should go get it and play that thing a few times so we can vote on whether we should play it or not. Good idea. Let's see. Uh, it says, uh, Happy 30th Anniversary, Neil. And there's the cover of I'm Stomping on the Hand of the Bridge Tender, who's reaching from the grave. You better know your laws, mister, the bridge tender is saying. That's cute. And you can order on there the CD and the T-shirt. And also we got uh, van hits today, two of them. Yes. Aren't you excited? Okay. Medium. Noon to two, van number one will be at the southeast corner of Pines and University in the Hooters parking lot with our merchandise. And then van number two in the same hours, noon to two, will be on the southwest corner of 27th Avenue, S1 in Miami, at the Shell gas station. CDs and commemorative T-shirts, 20 bucks apiece, benefit abandoned pet rescue in Fort Lauderdale. The vans will be at the locations noon to two. Oh, it says we'll be calling Josh with dollar amounts after every spot break. Well, that's exciting. That'll be a nice uh, change from the way it used to be. Remember, kind of got to like, uh, well, everything that we had sent the vans out. We never got any more information no more. Well, we'll have to see if it happens. In other words, you're a little skeptical? Oh, I'm, I'm sure it'll happen. We have days. I see. Happy 30th, Neil, from a semi-chronic factor, even less frequent caller. That speaks very well for you. Less frequent caller. Good. Appreciate that very much. Appreciate it. Happy anniversary. Hello, Neil. Mazel tov to you and a big thanks for all the laughs and anti-Bush League jokes. Thanks for guiding light updates. Oh, by the way, what have they done to that show? 
All the actors and actresses are leaving. We're stuck with Olivia and uh, Buzz and Frank, and of course with Alan and uh, what's his name uh, dying. Oh my God! Just uh, they've ruined that show. Uh, when I miss our show, it says, and then it says, "Oh, Chris, Joe, and Francis." It's thirty years, you bastard! It says. Cute. Yeah, the guiding light has been destroyed. People at CBS have a death wish. Maybe that's why they sued Howard Stern. Idiots. Here's one that says, Thank you for 30 years, Neil God. Happy 30th on year. We enjoy your show at work. It helps us get us through the day. We hope for many more of the gang at Supercharger. P.S. This guy at work keeps asking I me to request a bit you did a while back about a guy's deck. Oh, yeah, deck. Uh-huh. Good yeah. <laughs> Hold your that breath. That might be on the CD. Is it? Let me check. Nice. So I try to put that kind of thing on. Can't the, play uh, that on the air no more. Okay? Yes, track 48. Because there you go. Buy the CD. You'll have it to play over and over Buy one of our CDs. Got a whole bunch more of these to read. We will take like a whole bunch of calls, at least like maybe two or three. I'm kind of curious why they called twice there. Maybe there are two uh, discs showed up downstairs, or maybe the big check from the Beasleys. Let's see, ten thousand for every year would be That's like right. three hundred grand, right? So let me thank them in advance for the huge, nice bonus for uh, my 30th anniversary, because I'm sure the Beasleys came up with something really special. Other than, of course, that cheap-ass idea of putting up the 10 grand to print the CDs that they want to take back from the uh, proceeds. That, that's, that's really cheap. That is, even for them, that's above and beyond the call of duty. <laughs> duty. Huh? Don't you think? Cheap, 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 cheap. Yeah, that, no you know, comment. It's only a multi-million dollar company on the uh, stock exchange, but... 1041 at 560 WQ. Oh, there's uh, Anderson Pooper. You fairy. Beach Ford has gone mad. It's March Madness all this month at Beach Ford. They just missed having a record month last month, so they plan to break that record this month. Right now, extended Camp Ford 150s are as low as 249 a month with 995 bucks down, plus fees with a full credit and 39-month lease. March Madness at Beach Ford means you must be mad if you don't take advantage of rebates and discounts up to 10 grand on all new and used vehicles. If you're not in the market for a new car but know somebody who is, send them into Beach Ford. If they take delivery in March, Beach Ford will send you 200 bucks just for sending them by. That money comes from Beach Ford's advertising budget, so it won't affect your friend's price. Don't miss out on this once-a-year event. Stop in and tell Paul that Neil sent you by at Beach Ford and take advantage of their March Madness. Extended Cab Ford F-150 is as low as 249 bucks a month. Discounts and rebates up to 10 grand and 200 bucks for referring a friend. What's not to like? Hurry in. Beach Ford is located two miles east of the Golden Glades on 163rd Street and prestigious West Dixie Highway. You'll love your Beach Ford experience. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. I stand in front of you now, two years later, and say it took me a little while. I'm a little slow learner, but Neil, I apologize. It's way deal. You are the truth. Absolutely. Pope John Paul is gone, I just read. He'd been hanging on by a thread when they found him in bed, dead. All the Catholics said, they all said, Bye, Pope. They said, Bye, Pope. They said, Why did you have to go? Was his role 
But old age had taken its toll. Heaven is now his soul's goal. Put that pole in a hole as we say bye, Pope. We'll say bye, Pope. I say I feel so bad I'm gonna cry, Pope. And when you reach the pearly gates where St. Peter waits, here's your final reward. Poor old pontiff, now we stiff as a poor old pontiff, now we stiff as a poor old pontiff, now we stiff as a board. Good Lord. In nomine Patre et Filii et Spiritus Sancti, I don't feel so good. I'm dying out of here. 10.47 at QM. So here's Bruce, who is not gay, he says, in Cooper City. Gay. Says, happy 30th. I'm one of your few leftover listeners from the Howard Stern experience. Now, how does he know that? That he's one of the few. That's a good point. Probably right. He's probably right. I found your show and still listen. Even after QM dropped Howard, I enjoyed listening to Howard for uh, over 20 years, but I refused to pay to listen about lesbians. I really love your show. You're funny and entertaining. Says, Bruce and Cooper said he was not gay. We believe you, Bruce. Change your name. Well, speaking of Stern, here's that story, which I'm sure everybody by now knows, because he's getting another $80 million free publicity from it. He's just amazing, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about his show. I'm just talking about the, the ability. Here it is, 30 years on the air in this market. I think only Rick Shaw has exceeded that record. I mean, it's not a big deal to me, but it's just, just, just you know, from a standpoint of uh, survival in a brutal market. I mean, I, I, oh, yeah. I just can't begin to tell you how brutal it is. It's almost impossible to survive in this market. These people will chew you up and spit your ass out, and then the rest of you, too. But the Sun Sentinel decides it's not worth one word, and if, uh, like I said, if Duff wouldn't have called Kevin Baxter at the Herald, they wouldn't have written a word either because they hate me like poison and the feeling is mutual. And so, and that's it. That's what you got after 30 years. Nothing. Zero. You know, I mean, the faxes are coming in. That's very nice. Thank you so much. And the phone is ringing off the hook, and I'll get to it when I uh, get around to it. But uh, it's, it's just, it's pathetic. And here's a guy that every time he farts, uh, the whole world has to know what flavor it is, what he had for breakfast that morning, if he's uh, taking uh, Gaviscon or uh, Rolaids, you know, the whole deal. He is not the king of all media. He's the king of hype. He's the king of publicity. Right. I, I tip my hat to them, him on that because it is really true. It's just, just astonishing. CBS Radio says that Howard Stern was acting behind its back in his final months with the company and tends to demonstrate <laughs> that in court. Yeah, and behind That's his funny back, since he was, he was doing it on the air, right? On the air to millions of people, but it was behind his back. In a suit filed yesterday, the broadcaster alleges that Stern signed a secret agreement with Sirius Satellite that would give him a payment of Sirius stocks worth over $200 million in January if he met subscriber targets, which he did and which he got. CBS says Stern promoted Sirius in his final months with the company in violation of his contract with the company. The lawsuit also says that Stern is keeping audio recordings that belong to CBS a breach of contract. Stern responded by saying that CBS chief Les Moonves is pursuing a personal vendetta against him because the network's radio fortunes have plunged since he left to join satellite radio. Just like those ratings of David Lee Roth that you have to have a magnifying glass to see. Not good. I'm offended. I really do think it's a personal vendetta. Les has had it in for me for a long time. I don't deserve it, Stern told a news conference. A news conference. The New York Post reported a lawsuit would seek $500 million from Stern. The complaint was filed with the New York Supreme Court. How do you like that? Shares of CBS, by the way, fell 1.3% on the New York Stock Exchange yesterday. And just uh, the day before, on Monday, 
there was a very, very interesting article, which I wasn't going to bore you with, but, you know, from a radio standpoint, the fact that CBS is losing their ass on the uh, CBS-owned stations that Stern used to be on because their numbers in the morning are way down and their revenue is way down. So now I guess they're trying to get their money back. They could have taken him off the air any time they wanted to. They could have gone to court and got an injunction to keep him from talking about serious and promoting on the air. Did they do these things? No. No. No, because they wanted, like I said before, they wanted to squeeze every dime out of the cash cow that they possibly could before they finally said, okay, that's uh, bye-bye. That's it. Am I right? That's I about right. right. Huh? Absolutely correct, sir. Jerry and Benita Springs, who's a regular chronic factor, but a good one, as a matter of fact. That's unusual. It's an unusual right. combination. says, I've been listening to you on and off for 22 years. The off parts weren't due to the quality of the show. It had to do with where I was living. I first found you in 84. I spent the winter in Key Largo. I found your show while surfing the FM dial. Oh, that was the FM dial? Later, while visiting Key Largo and Benita Springs, I would search the AM and FM dials till I found your show. Later, I lived in Tampa. Yes, I became a Lassiter junkie when it came to WFLA. Then you started your simulcast on WSUN. I couldn't believe it. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. It was a sad day for me when you were no longer on in Tampa. It was a great day for us. Oh, God. Yeah. What an experience. In 1993, I moved to Benita Springs, not because of your show, but for other reasons. Thanks to my GE Super Radio, I've listened to most of your shows since 93, both at WIOD and QAM. I'm not a caller, but an avid listener and fan. That's the kind of person we like, Jerry, and you send good faxes, too. You're okay in our book. If we had a million like you, we'd be in good shape. Even Josh would be making a few bucks. I've listened to radio for years, and you, are in Lassiter, are the best I've ever heard. Thanks for 30 years of great radio. About 30, man. And I've only enjoyed 22 of them. You're the man, Neil Jerry. Thank you, Jerry. Have a wonderful life. Uh, Lisa. Where is Lisa? Lisa is somewhere. She says, thank you for entertaining educating me for somewhere around 11 or 12 years. The first time I called you was when I first started listening. You were complaining about the lack of women calling in, so I suggested you should have a female sidekick. You ripped me an ass. I told all my friends about it, and they thought that it was the coolest. I listen to you every day at work, and my husband and I discuss things you brought up on the show regularly, like lunch. We even have a picture of you in our office that says, Brian, you non-practicing Jew bastard. We got that in appearance at the Pizza Loft in Davie many moons ago. Oh, I remember that place when Jeff Cohen used to be our friend. My husband and I live with the hope that in our future we'll get rid of the Bushes and the religionists. We hope for a public flaying of Janet Jackson and a return to Fartfield Radio. Yeah, thanks a lot, Janet, you bitch, you slut. We hope for the uh, overturning of the Patriot Act. Oh, now they're voting on it today, and there's no chance of that. And Neil God for president. Happy 30th, says Lisa. Thanks, Lisa. That's sweet. They done voted. It was like 81 to 18. I beg your pardon? The Patriot Act. Oh, they're already doing they're the voting? 81, 81 to done. 18. They're done. It passed. It's uh, back in there again. Sieg Heil. Goosestep. Let's see. Rick says, uh, Captain Rick, I know I can be chronic in times. I try not to be. You are, but you're okay. I've been a loyal listener for about 15 years and uh, have loved every second of it. Because of you and your stories, I've lost about 100 pounds altogether. It's true. You do go through withdrawal symptoms when you get off the sugar. You're the best. You're getting off that sugar, man. It ain't easy. It ain't easy. It's so difficult. Oh, God. How the hell do you do it? I got a new uh, uh, blood sugar monitor here. I know it's very exciting. It's scintillating radio. Is that the one that uses less blood? Yeah, it's the uh, one touch. You just touch Ooh. it once, and all of a sudden, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it saves a lot of work. Now, here you go. You stay, I'm doing it right now. I'm not going to tell you what it is. But it's, uh, Come on now. No, I'm not. Come on. your business. No, I'm not going to tell you what it is. Say it. I'll say, well, I'm just, and you, oh, that thing really hurts. That's a very sharp lancet. Man. Because it's a brand new one. You Sir know? Lancet? Ooh, man, Sir Lancelot. And then you like just you hold your side of your finger up and it just sucks the blood out of there in five seconds. Boop boop boop. Three, two, one. And there's uh oh, it's coming down. It's too high. 
And I didn't need any crap yesterday, but it, sometimes it takes it. Plus, I'm thinking that my old meter was probably giving me a lower number. So I think maybe I I'll go back to that one. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like those scales, you know, that you can, like, tilt from one side to the other. Right. And you keep getting on there and, like, tilting until you get a number that you like. I have, uh, unfortunately for me here, I have a digital scale. So it doesn't make any difference how you stand, what you no. do. It just it gives you the uh, fat. You stand on one foot. Let's see. Uh, Rick says, enough blowing smoke up your ass. It'll ruin the autopsy. Happy anniversary. Thank you, Rick. Here's Ken in Etobicoke. Oh, my God, a Canadian fax, eh? Ken, we've had faxes from him before, right? Think so. Yes, we have. He says, for about 30 years, I've been vacationing in Florida during the month of January. found you somewhere on the radio. In the past, your January rating show has brought me up to speed as to your ongoing success. Now I can and do listen to you on the Internet and get my Toronto weather forecast while I'm in Florida. Well, let's see. Where is he right now? Do we know? Oh, no, he's, uh, he's here right now. Because I can tell it's a 416. Well, let me give you the weather, Ken. Well, <laughs> you can probably look out the window. Oh, it's minus 8 Celsius, but it's sunny and beautiful. Looks really good from where I'm sitting. He says, you're always informative, entertaining, on top of the current issues important to us all. Congratulations. I look forward to your show for many more years. You're the best. Have a great day, eh, Ken? Goldie school. Boy, they really suck. Here's KP of Coral Gables. Congratulations on 30 years, and here's the 30 more. By the way, Dick Cheney's shooting caught on tape, and it's got the website. Filecabi.net. Wow, I'm going to have to check that out. It might be a, a yoke, you know. Huh? And probably. Or not, you never know. Well, of course it's going to be a yoke. You think that if anybody actually had videotaped it, they would have come out of there alive? No. Look at this. Our good friend Terry, uh, what's her name? What the hell does that say? I don't know. I'm not reading these things. Although Terry. I have already uh, thrown away a couple that you don't want. Terry, to that we used to work with. Terry Griffin? Terry Griffin. Well, she's got the worst handwriting I've ever seen in my life. And having uh, my bad Alzheimer's. Where the hell is that uh, Terry thing? They're smoking it out in the Everglades. What is that under? Terry. Want to score some pot? It is not. It's under Terry? Trust me. Oh, I see. If you blow too much, you're in trouble. But anyway, you, Terry you says, the years I spent with you and George were some of the happiest of my career. Thanks for it all. Uh, it says, you soar where others merely waddle. Oh, she must have seen the beast. <laughs> Congratulations. Happy 30, man, with much love and affection. Thank you, Terry. Terry Griffin, we used to work with her at WYOD. Oh, those are sweethearts. She is uh, one of the nice people. And also Jennifer Rem, although we haven't heard from Jennifer. Right. I'm sure we won't. But we love her, too. Yes, and I then do. there's your friend Jackie Bales. That's right. When the boat what? leaks, Jackie Bales. Oh. And then there was that real butch bra that used to work at INZ. What the hell was her name? Oh, I can, I can picture her. I can't think of what her name Did was. Did you uh, narrow it down? Really butch. Here's one that says, thanks for all the years of service to South Florida. You're a shiny beacon of hope in this surly swamp of stupidity. It's a surly swamp of stupidity. I like that. If not for you, I'd have surely eaten someone. I'll keep up the good work. P.S. What does cockamoon mean? Wow, look at that. Here's a baby monkey uh, <laughs> acrobatics. Wow, that's pretty interesting. 10.50. Well, Terry just warned him. 10.57 at QM. Now, here's... I, I, how do I do this Pompano Park spot where they like putting the words in my mouth? It Perfectly. says, my buddies at Pompano Park Racing and Poker write to me and say, Dear Neil, Dick and Steve and the entire gang at Pompano Park want to wish you all the best on your 30th anniversary of live radio here in South Florida. Pompano Park has been one of your loyal supporters uh, since year one. The very first one. I mean, the longest going one, anyway. Since year one that you went on the year, 76. And despite the mockery and degrading insults about ourselves and the way we conduct business, all of which is true, poking fun at the horsemen who compete here, and most of all, going after the fans who come and bet and enjoy our free spaghetti dinner nights in the past, please remember just one special thing. You are one of us. We miss having you here on a regular basis. Wasn't that sweet? Thank you, Dick and Steve, and all my other good friends at Pompano Park. 
Alan, and Mary, and uh, all my all the others. And don't forget that Pompano Park Racing and Poker is all the gambling action you want. Just a half mile from I-95 on the turnpike. Pompano Park is easy to get to. And best of all, Pompano Park features free admission and free general parking every day. Live harness racing in our smoke-free poker room is open every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday like today. Poker gets underway at noon in just an hour and goes on till midnight. And live racing gets underway nightly at 725. Every Monday, it's Monday Madness. Two for $25 dinner specials on the 6-4 Pompano Park restaurant. And every Wednesday like tonight, it's Dollar Night. Draft beer, sodas, hot dogs, and lots more. Just a buck a piece starting at 6 p.m. Pompano Park, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard on Powerline Road. Call 954-972-2000 for the current racing schedule or on the Wicked Web, pompanopark.com. Thank you, Alan Finkelson. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. His timing's so white. He's a honky, uh-huh, uh-huh. You picked a white one, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's a honky. And he's totally white-wettable and caucasianly dreadable. And ain't got no butterball. You picked a white one, baby. Uh-huh. You got the white one, baby. You know when he's white. You just got the face there. You got the white one, baby. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh -huh. You got the white one. Uh huh. Uh huh. If he's completely fat, burnable, very uncolorful, and laughably fullable, you pick the white one, baby. Uh huh. 1103 at 560 WQM. Let's take a look at that award winning schedule now. We Ooh. got, uh,. I beg your pardon? I said, let's do it. Geldy to the foe. Geldy to the foe. Oh, that's right. It's Wednesday. Mad Dog 4 to 7. Curtis 7 to 8.30 to fill that breach. 8.39, it's Hurricane Warm-Up, which I'm sure there'll be like people gather around from pillar to post, coast to coast. 9 to 11, it's UM and Maryland Basketball. That's where Clarence, our make-believe program director, is up there, because it's UM Basketball for silly little people. And then, of course, Eddie K after the basketball game. Actually, I think Clarence is making the right move. He ought to be working on it play-by-play -play or whatever he does on those games because uh, he ain't got no future doing this. Here's the facts from Pattonville. There's only a couple left. I stopped counting them. I don't think we're going to get to 30, do you? Well, they're pouring in. Yeah, I'll bet. Congratulations. Where's George? Is he out doing a uh, uno dos trains? I guess he is, yeah. Wow. Got that green apple quick step. Probably, honor the, probably the pressure from this anniversary show got the little George. That's what it is. Congratulations, say Pat and Bill, from snooze to the ice cream shop to spores. I don't know what spores is. What is spores? Not sure. We've been listening and we've been fans. I know what's... Huh? I don't know. Hmm. Invasion of the Body Snatches. I there are spores in that movie. We've never called but left you the Gore Vidal book in WYNZ years ago. Thanks for all the fun and the bedtime stories. Thank you, Pat and Bill, and thanks for the Gore Vidal book. Let's see. Mark from Hallandale Beach. Here's our last facts. 
Hi, Neil and George. Just dropping in a fax to wish my Lord and Savior Neil Rogers the happiest days on his 30th anniversary. Been loyal listener since June of '88. Can't imagine the airwaves without you, big guy. It says, <laughs> big guy. Sounds awfully. Yay. Thanks a lot, Mark. A little kiss for you. Mark and Helen Neil Beach probably chasing the lifeguards. Okay, here's what that poll is so far. Kind of self-serving and self-aggrandizing, and that's just fine. What best describes Neil's 30 years on the air in Miami? We got uh, 1,184 votes. Our goal is 1,000. Unbelievable, 388. Unbelievable. Entertaining, 360. The pulse of South Florida, 74. Can you feel it? Is there a pulse? Just barely. A real mitzvah, 69. Fun, 65. A miracle, 50. Informative, 50. Ponderous, enough already, 46. 3.8% say enough already. Provocative, 41. Stale, 17. Like last year's matzah, 1.4. So that's like 5.2%. Ponderous and stale. All 30 years have been stale, at least I'm consistent. Scintillating 16, lucky uh, 6, and aggravating 2. Well, that's not good. Only 2, I'm, I aggravated them. I'm trying very hard to do that. Did George ever come back? Or no, I'm, I'm right here. I'm reading wow. this uh, fax from Greg from Port St. Lucie, wondering if I should uh, fax it along or just throw it away like no. I did the first time. No. All right, really... I'll throw the second one away, too. In Greg. fact, you know, if you were smart, you would. if you were uh, psychic, you could have taken it in the other room with you. You know what? You're right. But it was already in the garbage. And so were a couple others uh, that uh, I'm sure you don't want either. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. From Chronics? From Beyond Chronic. People we don't even want to say their name. <laughs> really? Really. Oh, come on. You gotta, you gotta, now, now you piqued my curiosity. Well, somebody pretending to be Steve Kane has already faxed twice. I see. And, uh, and then, of course, someone who we were talking about this morning who already faxed yesterday and decided that that wasn't good enough. Oh, I see. Someone uh, very yeah, someone insane, really oh, crazy, crazy person really that crazy. needs to be locked crazy up. Person, yeah. Scary crazy. See, one thing about uh, us on this show is that, you know, we, we go through whatever we have to do because Mosk 11, as they say in China, <laughs> you know, right. they have to make a living. But you know, there's nobody out there fooling anybody. I mean, uh, just like the guy that sent that phony uh, fax yesterday about uh, Howard and uh, everybody he knows is, uh, you know. And, and let me say this. Howard's, uh, he is narrow casting now, okay, with all uh, due respect to his $150 million year or whatever he's making and his lawsuit against CBS, which I'm very much on his side on that. But... Uh, it, well, we don't worry about those things, okay? If you want to listen to if you if you want to listen to Martha Stewart, have a great life. If you're all whipped up about Al Franken and Catherine Lampert, I don't care. I get paid regardless, okay? After 30 years, I got nothing left to prove to anybody in this town. Believe you me. And by the way, Norma Kemp, what a job! He is a PR machine. <laughs> Talk about a good machine, man. She is the PR machine. The PR what? Nothing. What he's trying to sell guy, You know, not even a press release. Thirty years. I mean, almost unprecedented. Only one other broadcaster. And uh, yeah, and nothing. So instead of sending me stupid articles that I've already emails about articles that I've already gotten on our website about uh, which I read about uh, Jay Rockefeller and K. Bake, uh, K. Bailey Hutchison, instead of that, Norma, maybe I'd like to spend a little bit more time like doing a little PR work, promoting your uh, one big talent there. Jesus, God Almighty, what a what a silly queen! You fairy. Okay, now I think we might take a couple of calls because the faxes have just stopped. No, no, they haven't. No, it stopped coming. That's because you were busy doing a one, two, and a three. You were doing well. There's well. a whole new batch on its way. Oh no! And faxes too. I'll be damned. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. What is this other thing? Oh, this is from yesterday. I don't understand what this story was about. The mourners hope death sends a message. What was that? Remember that with the handwriting in the uh, margin? Yeah, I don't. I don't Happy get it. Whatever that was. WQAM. Hello. 
Happy anniversary, Neil. Oh, all right. Now we're the, talking. My, my, my. The name of the show was The Informer. No. Yeah. That was it, not The Informer? Yeah, it was The Informer from 6 to 10 before Craig Worthing. And the DJ that you sounded like was a guy by the name of Lee Sherwood. Oh, Lee Sherwood. That's yeah, right. Lee Sherwood was in Miami. This is the Miami first voice the... I heard on Miami. I wasn't even working yet. I was like the only doing weekends in Iodine. It was uh, Mike Lance. Yeah. He was full brother to Walter Lance of Woody Woodpecker fame. No relation. Well, I waited to talk to you because I have to take my guide dog to the vet, but I want to wish you a happy anniversary. What kind of dog have you got? It's a um, mixture of a golden retriever Labrador. Oh, that's great. Her name is okay, Jill. well, take good care of your dog, Mike. Yeah. See ya. Okay. Hey, I want to hear some, some jingles. jingles for you later. Yeah, some jingles. Well, he's going to the vet, a vet with his uh, dog, you know? Mm-hmm. I'll wait till he gets back, and then we'll play some jingles. Or maybe we'll play jingles tomorrow. All right. All day. Then. I got that uh, thing Boca Bryan sent me with those WMCA jingles mm-hmm. for all those New Yorkers out there. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, Tom Jick has made a point when he fills in for Eddie Kay that he works for free. He doesn't take any money from the station. Well, I'm really proud of him. And uh, I think He's I've been listening for 30 years. What I, is I it? remember when my grandmother used to listen on, uh, and then she, then she hated you. But I've been yeah. listening the whole time, so congratulations. Thanks, Pally. Yep. Tom's still a jackass. Uh, he works for free. So, big deal. And who would I want to pay him anyway to belch on a year? I mean, it's, it's just so bushly. You know, it's so petty and so small, you know. Because of the fact that I, uh, you know, rip him on the air. Yeah, you're, you're a child, Tommy. You're like a little child. Spoiled little uh, petulant child. That's okay. That day will come, man. We all have to meet our maker. Remember that one, the one guy in the voicemail? Mm-hmm. We all have to face the Lord, our maker, someday. Marvin Maker. By the way, thanks to Mickey McNichol and Wally Hennessy and Kevin Wallace, too. And Dominic Pavia. Let's see. Heck of a job, Neely. <laughs> oh, this must be from the White House. 30 years. Wow. Congratulations and thanks for writing the best of all radio shows from Cheryl and Tony. Big fans from Felsmere. Or is that Vazemere? What is Felsmere? I don't know. Wow. Oh, I see. Like, just like yesterday, a lot of these are coming from out of the uh, South Florida area, which makes sense to me. Because the people out of the South Florida area tend to be a lot more uh, caring. And uh, well, you know, I, I mean, I understand. You folks have got a lot of issues to deal with. You're stuck there. All I can say is better you than me. David in Miami says, Bravo! Congratulations on your anniversary. I've been listening since before you came out on KAT. Came out as... Yay. Uh, you've always been a voice for truth, justice, and the American way. Just like uh, Bill Curtis says they're on that awful show. And uh, actually, it's a good show. American justice. He, he's just... He's, he's so far over the top, man. It's just it's, it's, He's camp, Bill Curtis. You like him, though. I do? Yeah, Bill Curtis. I said I that once before, right. and you got all testes about it. You got all uh, bent out of shape. If that's who I think it is. It's the guy that narrates uh, all those shows on A&E. Oh, he's all right. American Justice. He's so melodramatic, man. I stand to applaud you, says David. I can't believe it's been only 30 years. I thought you were on KT in 71 and 72. No, 76, March 1st, because that's when I owned a sub shop and sent you a chicken salad supreme for coming out. No, that was in 76, December 17, 76. Please straighten me out if I be wrong. I've only called you once all this time. I'm a listener every day. Excellent job, David. Only called once in all these years, to which we say, all right. we salute you. We stand and give you the uh, big salute, by the Italian salute. Oh, my God. Look at that. Told you. Well, I reached back to pull one fax off the thing there, and there's like a whole bunch of them yeah. fell on the floor. Man, I didn't realize we had piles. Okay, let's do the break. See, I like the faxes because, to me, they're like, I don't know. Callers are 
What are you going to say? Rhymes with wit, you know what I'm saying? Rhymes with wit, as in half-wit or spit. Twelve minutes after 11 at 560 WQM, finally a TV experience like no other, believe me. Comcast Digital Cable with On Demand is easy to use, has lots to love. And today you can try for only $34.99 a month for three months. Why is TV uh, so much better with On Demand? For starters, you can watch a wide variety of movies and shows whenever the hell you want. It's a revolutionary new way to enjoy TV. On Demand is a library of thousands of programs ready to start when you say so, with programming including free movies, kid shows, music videos, cooking shows, sports, home improvement shows, guitar lessons, and so much more. You'll always have something good to watch right when you want to watch it. And don't forget about Control. With On Demand, you can start, stop, pause, rewind, and fast-forward programs using that remote. You sure can't get all these things with satellite. With up to 250 channels plus On Demand, you can build your own TV schedule. Who could possibly ask for more? And best of all, On Demand is free when you have Comcast Digital Cable. So pick your showtime, sit back, and you'll wonder how you ever manage without it. Call today and order Comcast Digital Cable and HBO with the power of On Demand for just $34.99 a month for three months. Call them today, 305-COMCAST in Dade or in Broward. Wow. 954 Comcast. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. I don't do my job as well when I'm constipated. The American Cheese Council reminds you that everything tastes better with cheese. I hate broccoli, except when my mom melts cheddar cheese on top. Then I even ask for seconds. Yes, there's nothing like cheese to make things taste terrific. I'm a sideshow geek in a circus, and I eat ground glass for a living. My secret? I top the shards with grated Parmesan. It tastes great, and the cheese helps to absorb the blood. That's right. Nothing tops things off like a big, sweaty glob of cheese. My husband likes me to, you know, do him, but I hate the taste, so I just wrap it in an individual slice of American cheese. It goes down easy, and that makes it easier to go down. Cheese makes everything taste better. So so remember, don't forget your cheese. Eleven seventeen at QAM. Notice we're reaching back into the annals, the archives, and yes, the old uh, moldy stuff. Good stuff. Phil says, Neil, wishing you a happy 30th anniversary. Big fan. Thanks for the great radio years. And a little rose on his facts on the bottom. You can almost smell it. Thank you, Phil. Don't forget, uh, noon to two today, we got uh, in honor of this very, very special day. <laughs> Doesn't it feel special? Oh, yeah, I'm feeling something special. Now, aren't you guys getting like a whole bunch of food brought in? Oh, it's John the Baker. John the Baker, yeah. Yeah. He's coming today. Now, George is sticking with salads because he's got a, a bum. His stomach is on the bum. Yeah. That's, That's not my release. style. I'm doing the veal scallopini. All right. And George is having a salad. A uh, grilled chicken Caesar. Oh, well, excuse me. That's more than just a salad. That's a substantial salad. From John the Baker. He's, uh, he's great. Nice job, by the way, Duff. The Duffmeister went out there and found that guy. who I, I was there years ago in North Miami. And see, it's, you lose somebody, uh, all that news, track him, and all these years later, just like little Joey called in yesterday. Little Joey can call it on a show, but you won't talk to me. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Maybe he'll call in today. Wouldn't that be a real treat? What know? do you mean, maybe? Maybe he'll call in and say, John and Mike, uh, blow. Or something really provocative like that. We got the FUM vans, two of them today. Boy, they're really pulling out the big guns today, aren't they? Just like your uh, dead-eyed dick, your vice president. <laughs> van number one, noon to two, southeast corner of Pines and University in the Hooters parking lot. And van number two, number dose, noon to two, at the southwest corner of 27th Ave and US-1 in Miami at the Shell gas station. And we got the best of Neil CDs. The, the About 30 Man is the name of it. And it's got a nice covered area. Just uh, well, whatever I'm doing there at the Bridge Tender's Grave. Well, I bet you he is dead. Yeah, well, we heard sweet. that report, remember? Sweet. Yeah. 
CDs and commemorative T-shirts, 20 bucks a piece, benefit abandoned pet rescue in Fort Lauderdale. So, uh, and then we'll be getting calls, it says. They'll be calling in Joshua Dollar Amounts after every spot break. Oh, yeah, I bet they will. I can't wait. Yeah, I, I can see why you're a little bit skeptical, you know. After every spot break, right. Let's sneak in a call or two, okay, because they've been really so good. WQAM, hello. Hi, Uncle Neil. Happy Hi, anniversary. Hi, how are you? Thank you. I am so, so, so happy to talk to you. I go way, way, way back with you from my no, my, my middle school days, junior high, Nautilus Junior High. Wow. I was on a talk show with you on KAT. You had some kind of panel of Oy. young kids talking yeah. about, um, it must have been sex education, if we're allowed to say that, because yeah. I remember I was on with Lynn Light. Do you remember that? Oh, those? my God. I sure do, yeah. So I was... What a, what a bunch of silly shows those were, weren't they? We were, the, <laughs> the average age of our audience was death plus 10, and naive old Neil, I'm thinking to myself, well, let's, you know, young up the audience a little bit, get some young people on here and spice it up a little bit. Well, what an idiot I was. <laughs> Well, I just remember I was very in awe. And I don't know if I'm right or not. I remember the studio was, like, very dark. It had, like, dark curtains or something. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, Am I right? That was KAT, yeah. all right. We were all in the dark, believe me. <laughs> well, I just love you to pieces, and I'm so, so happy that you've been here this long because I've been with you the whole way. And um, have a great 30 more. Thanks a lot, sweetheart. Good hearing from you. Love you. Bye-bye. How do you like that? Now, see, she sounds like she's in good health, and she's, I'm, I'm getting all these faxes lately. Fern Friedman died, speaking of KAT, and, oh, all this other stuff. And then the fax about my friend Sean. It's got his uh, colon ripped out, whatever. All these uh, nasty faxes I'm getting. People dying. Then we found out that Dan Stewart. Oh, we're fine. Wasn't fine after all. Yeah. Oh, you're reaching? I'm reaching, man. I'm reaching. Here's one from Rocco, who says... Happy anniversary and happy hour. Today, is, that's right. Everybody rub your asses, okay? It's Ass Wednesday. Put a little uh, coal on your ass. Can't hurt. Yeah, I already did that. I've listened to you since I was a young punk working at the pizza at a pizza joint and now listening to you in an orifice. Through hurricanes, election fiascos, impeachment, and 9-11, you've been a professional, funny, and smart. I'm a diehard, serious guy, but I never miss your show. Oh, thank God, Rocco. Thank God. You see, this, this counterbalances that jackass Herb from uh, Coral Springs yesterday. That was a phony fax anyway, I think. Thanks for getting us through the good times, the bad times, and hot, schmitty summer oh, days okay. in South Florida. Well, it was not the best penmanship, and then when I had it, you know, I had like... Mm. Thanks a lot, Rocco. You're okay in our book. Those hot, schmitty days, man. They are killers. Here's one from Johnny, who did some nice artwork on this fax. Says, thank you for about 30, man. I'm definitely sure of one thing. I couldn't do it without you. Don't you dare think of ever leaving. Okay. Even when I can't listen, I listen. See, I'm going to stick around as long as I can just to piss off the people that hate me like poison, like the ones voting on. Ponderous enough already. How many we got of those? 48. Those people, if I ever, if I ever went off the air, they would have, uh, I have no, life. no life. Even when I can't listen, I listen to you on the archives. I stopped watching television news years ago and count on you for the real deal. Thanks for the great spots for Johnny G's Gourmet Pizza. Oh, yeah, this is that Johnny. That was good stuff. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Back in the day in the late 80s, as well as all the wonderful fart sounds, nice, now silent but still deadly. I'm still searching for a cure for my Neil Rogers disease with no success. Thank God, Neil God. Happy 30 and happy. Pour him love you with a big smooch. Thanks, Johnny. Those were the days, man. That Johnny G's. That was good stuff. Some really artsy, fartsy, uh, bizarre stuff. It was great. Big Mike in St. Pete. Big Mike. I wonder if that's like uh, the white Mike. Remember I told you about that? No. I was like, yes, I did, about the advertising thing. The microphone oh, that, used to oh, put in yeah, with the uh, crystal they, uh, in it. 
and it was fixed uh, so you could only hear the one station on it. White right. mic. That, boy, that sure goes back. That goes back a lot. Back when radio was like a uh, different kind of business, man. It was a whole different world. Now it's just now it's just business. It's just crap. Taking all the personalities out of it. They've just diluted it. Thank God for Rick Shaw. Nice going, Ricky. Oh! 45 freaking years, and he's still got the same crappy, smelly hat on. Nice going, Rick. I guess he and I, I mean, uh, Craig Worthing, I think, is still on somewhere. He's, he's been on the air longer than I have, but he's on a station that nobody knows what it is. I, I don't know what the deal is. And, no, I don't want to get a fax from anybody. Please call Craig. Please call him. He's desperate and needs your help. You know, I love Craig. He's a good friend and everything else. But uh, his the people that associate with him, the people that have clung on to him over the years, I have always used to tell him, those people will destroy you, Craig. They'll drag you down. They'll ruin you. And they, they did. I was right. But you, you know what the deal is. The story of my life. Nobody mm-hmm. ever listens to me. You know, right. Like, like oh, your good buddy Jeff Cohen. story of your life. Yeah, nobody will listen to me. People think because I'm on the air, oh, well, you know, when Neil speaks, everybody, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, sits up and pays attention. Yeah, right. Sure they do. Nobody will pay any attention to what I tell them. Big Mike in St. Pete says, I first heard you on WSUN the first day you came on and called the program director at WFLA Opie. Then you played the WFLA Sucks cart. I was hooked. Well, WFLA did suck. I was not surprised the Tampa Bay audience didn't get it. I was sorry you left, but I found you years later on the internet. Keep up the good work. Congratulations on about thirty, man. Big Mike. Thank you, Big Mike. Start listening on the internet right now. Thanks to Al Gore, by the way, for inventing the internet so we could have this vast audience out there listening. That's right. When you think? Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. WQAM. Hello. QAM. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yes, uh. I just want to congratulate you on your anniversary, 30 years. Thank you. And I want you to know this is my first time calling. Great. Yes, but I've been a, a listener of yours for about 15 years. And isn't it much more enjoyable just sitting back and listening? Calling is too much stress. Is this Mark Scheinbaum? <laughs> no, This is it's not, not Mark Scheinbaum. Get out of here. Who's Mark Scheinbaum? Exactly. I, I, That's I'm what so happy to talk to you. Because, actually, I guess I've been sort of afraid of calling, but I've been in a great mood all day, and things are looking up, and I'm just very excited. The only thing I feel a little sad is that that you're going to only another couple more years. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to re-sign for like ten more. <laughs> great. Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start doing my show. When I get to be 70, I'm going to do it from a wheelchair. It's going to be with my oxygen in my side. Well, I'm, I'm turning 61 It's going to be called Take a Deep Breath Along with Neil. <laughs> uh, like that. Yeah. Tomorrow's my birthday. I'm turning 61, so. Well, you're just a spring chicken compared to me. Well, let me just give you a little, uh... Have a happy, Pally. Thanks so much. Okay, don't call, don't call again. <laughs> oh, come on. Don't See ya. Okay. Now, that was good. See, he knows that he's not a caller, and you could tell by just the whole ambiance of the thing. He's just not a caller type. And, and that's, a, that's, a, that's a compliment, by the way, to say you're not a caller. Although we have had some nice people today. What that, what's that all about? Happy anniversary, 30 years in the business, thanks for all... No, not 30 years in the business, 30 years in South Florida. I, I just go crazy when they say that. As though, as though I just came on and started. Just like somebody starting and being as a program director in, in Miami, you know what I mean? I don't want to take a shot at Clarence unless I have to, but... It just, it just doesn't work that way. I mean, we're talking about WBTA in Batavia, New York, baby, preceded by WCGR in Canandaigua, New York, with 250 watts and all the Montevani I could play. Can I tell you... Well, you don't have time. After the break, I want to tell you, because did you ever, when you worked at a radio station playing music, track the album through? 
You probably never did that. Yeah, no, well, uh, we had uh, Sunday morning programming that was album-oriented schmaltz, like yeah. uh, Perry yeah, Como that, that's and Chuck Mangione and, 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 and things like that. And you just let it track through. Yeah, some, especially like on Christmas, man. They, uh, right, Carpenters, you could go really do Christmas. other things. Yes, you could. Like, uh, 27 past 11 at QAM. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. The Neil Rogers Show. South Florida's favorite homo. Starting right now on Wonderful WQAM. Alan Box was a normal man with a wife, children, a summer home in Opalaka, and a chain of radio stations. Well, normal that is until just three weeks ago. Hi, honey. How was your day? Unbelievable. Terminal. There's nothing but subhuman things out there. Alan Box is suffering from Neil Rogers disease. Have you canceled the Miami Herald yet? But, honey, we don't subscribe to the Herald. Oh, now that's a cop-out. What kind of a lame excuse is that? Just say no to El Herald, sir. Huh? People afflicted with Neil Rogers' disease have lost the ability to communicate like normal human beings. What's the matter with you? Blue-haired old bags from Pembroke Pines. You know, the Yenfes who say, Oh, Neil, how can you say those nasty things? Running around stealing sweet and low. Can I get you anything? How about those bad boys at Winn-Dixie? You know, it doesn't hurt to look. Incredible. Neil Rogers' disease, a growing South Florida epidemic. Please help us find a cure. Honey, it's Friday night. You know what that means. Hey, you know what I got? A nine. A nine! What's Lee Fowler got? Three points something? <laughs> Send your tax-deductible contributions today in care of Hot 105. <laughs> Terminal. Un. Believable. 11.32. I never dreamed I'd ever see the day that I would have to, like, uh, out the first half of that bag's word. It's just, it's just shocking uh, yeah. to me. It's unacceptable. It's like happy anniversary and, uh, yeah, so much and Happy anniversary and you can't say anything. Right. Like I said, we got a new leader. He's a good guy. He's roly-poly. He's jovial. He uh, likes everybody, but he unfortunately works for the Beasleys, so... Right, we're all under that umbrella. We're all under that evil spell of uh, the of Joyce, and of course now I think we got a new name for Clarence, Joyce Junior. That's his new uh, his new role now. He's playing Joyce Junior. He's gonna be the butch boss. He's gonna he's gonna tell us what we can play and what we can say and what we can do. Hey, uh, Clarence, stuff it, okay? Stuff it, you jackass. See you next time, by the way, Clarence. Let's see. These are just pouring in here. Hector says, I discovered you 14 years ago while surfing the AM dial. As, uh, as I scanned by WYOD, I heard what turned out to be Jack in the Box for the very first time. Oh, we'll have to play that. That's one of the ten we can still play. I just sat in my car laughing and wiping the tears from my eyes, and I was hooked. Boy, I'll tell you, Hector, if that one got you laughing and wiping the tears from your eyes, my God, you're easy. If we only had ten million like Hector, right? Mm-hmm. Since then, there have been many similar occasions, but what kept me tuned in religiously is your ability to look past the hype and spin so prevalent in our culture, whether it be politics, sports, movies, mu- music, etc. Of course, I don't always agree with you. Well, why not, Hector? But that's okay, because like you, I'm a thinking, rational person. And remember, it's just a radio show. It's just a freaking radio show, for Christ's sakes, Clarence, you jackass. Neil, you represent one of the people who, whose work I hold dear to me. You've inspired me and enlightened my days and wish you the best of everything. Enough of the sucking. Your faithful listener, Hector. Thank you, Hector. Hector Lopez used to play third base and the outfield for the Yankees and occasionally catch. He caught it. Anyway, getting back to Suzanne. 
thanks for all the laughs. I listen to you every day at my desk with my headphones on and laugh out loud so everybody hears me. Your Jewish-Mexican friend, Suzanne. Thank you, Suzanne. And by the way, happy Ashmaco Taco. I wonder if they eat, uh, like, taco hamantash uh, nunpuram. You know? made, made out of matzah. Wouldn't that be wonderful? It would be a real machaya. Let's see. Oh, look at this. A free greeting card from Neil from Sherry, your number one fan. Congratulations on the past 30 years, and here's the 30 more. A middle-aged Jewish professional female fan has been listening since the Zeta days. Sherry, your number one fan, and she sends me a Vermont teddy bear um, greeting card. Can you believe that? I believe it. Well, thank you, Sherry. I mean, there's actually somebody made like a, an extra effort. That's something. See, I told you we had a lot of women out there listening, and you won't believe me. Never do. Well, you see, women are more likely, as you know... Uh, men, it's just not a male thing to like uh, send the faxes right. or greeting cards. It's just that's kind of a uh, Gay. yeah. So women are more likely to be doing stuff like that. That's why we get so little mail, you know. And we're by the way, we're happy about that. Yeah. Well, look at how long this one is. Wow. Fred C says, "Well, Neil, since everyone else is giving the Neil Rogers story, I'll give mine." Oh, so anyway, when I let the records track through, I used to go up front and sit in the front window of the radio station, overlooked like the street corner. There was a soda shop across the street. And all the real hot teenage kids used to, like, hang out outside in the summertime. And I'd just sit there and watch them, you know. All for me. Yeah. Well, I was hoping it was all for me, but it wasn't. I'm from Naples. Thanks for the condolences. And caught you by accident. Well, that's how most of our people find us, because we right. sure don't get no promotion. I'll tell you that. How do you like that big billboard that's sitting right there somewhere in town uh, promoting my 30th anniversary? It's Isn't that exciting? beautiful. That's yeah, a beauty. Nobody's seen it yet, but... I sold wine and liquor at the time. was always on the road. I used to listen to 790 that had a booming signal over here for Howard Cosell, speaking of sports at the time. Oh, I sure wish we had that. Uh, oh, I don't think I got it. That ABC uh, sounder? Nah. I, I might have it somewhere. Like that, you know, that Howard Cosell used to say, speaking of sports, Howard Cosell. Anyway, I think it was 86 or 87. After Cosell's show, South Florida's most listened to talk show, that's what they said at the time, must have been before your book came out, came on which was the silly Alice Rantel. I started listening to her a little bit, and on Thursdays... That is no, it. That's why I'm going Sorry, no. that's all I got. Get out of here. I started listening to Alice a little on Thursdays. He'd do an hour or so with Steve Kane. Oh, I, that's after I was, I was at INZ then. They started talking about you without really saying your name, and I wasn't getting it too well. Anyway, I found you eventually on the dial at 940 WNWS. No, WINZ with the bird, and you were just starting your Hallandale Beach stick. Oh, i got to play that stuff. In fact, you got a pretty long article in the local paper because of that. Oh, yeah, in the local paper, they used to write about me back then. Not anymore in the Sun Sentinel, no. Because Tom Zick is too busy writing about uh, some TV show that's going to be on for like six weeks and then get canceled and about his, uh, you know, his take on the TV shows. And you think that I'm out of touch, Tom? Give me a break, sweetheart. I, I, think, I think Tom just is taking it personal now. You know, he may deny it, but he's taking it personal just because he's... He's stupid! You know, it's not my fault. Anyway, I've been listening over here since, except the short period you were on the FM. Couldn't pick it up over here. Oh, too bad you couldn't hear the Zeta. That, those were the good shows. I'm sorry. I'm like the majority of your audience, Neil. I've never called. Good. Excellent, Fred. I faxed off, and though most recently to tell you and George how to find Dick Cheney's girlfriend. Looks like a man on that website a couple of weeks ago. Fred's a good faxer. Mm -hmm. I faxed many articles in the past. The one you and George got the biggest kick out of was the article from the New York Times talking about how Italian-Americans say words like prosciutto, capicol, manicot, etc., once you gave me a shot on the radio for telling you how to pronounce key in Italian, C-H-I. I thought it was something, but I didn't mind the shot. C-H-I. Well, what did I know? It made me feel like part of the show. And finally, Neil, to give some perspective, I'm also the self-proclaimed official. Neil Rogers pollster who sends you the weekly spreadsheet predicting the presidential vote during the last two stolen elections. Oh, yeah. 
I think we won both of those elections, especially 2000, when Gore beat Bush by at least 100,000 votes in Florida, but they fixed them both, as I well know, yes. Anyway, Neil, thank you. A thousand thank yous, especially thank you for being on the Internet. Otherwise, I couldn't hear you on the West Coast inside office buildings where I work. That was a Neil Godson, and thank George, too. Thank you, Fred. He's listening on the Internet. Thanks to Al Gore, who is our president. Here's one. Just think of all the people who would still be alive today if uh, they wouldn't have stolen that election in 2000. Just stop wow. and put it in that perspective. Thousands. Okay? Yeah. Think of the thousands of Americans and Brits and, and the uh, Aussies and all the money. Uh, and think of all the uh, poor Iraqis who are dying like flies over there. Yeah, well, they shouldn't have attacked The University of California, Irvine, they had a big to do there. They had some kind of a uh, debate about uh, the cartoons, the uh, Mohammed cartoons, and some of the uh, Shmata heads out there. The Arab streets getting really foaming at the mouth, the Arab street. <laughs> Man, yeah. let's rename some of the streets, okay? Mohammed Street, trying to calm down that very angry Arab street. See, just maybe if uh, those countries over there, like Saudi Arabia and uh, UAE and some of the others, wouldn't and Egypt wouldn't have financed and uh, Pakistan and mm -hmm. helped all these uh, terrorists blow up uh, those buildings and kill all these people, maybe we might be a little, a little more benevolent. Maybe our attitude might change a little bit. And I told George before the show, Lou Dobbs last night. James Zogby, who's the brother of uh, John Zogby, the pollster, who's yeah. one of the uh, Arab League uh, head honchos there, he was on there whining about, oh, well, the Arabs are the last, uh, the last group you can uh, criticize in the U.S. and make fun of, and we're taking a big hit on this. And Lou Dobbs, I thought, was going to have a stroke on the air. I don't know what happened to him, man. Somebody, somebody struck the, uh, a bolt of lightning up his ass, and all of a sudden he got religion, Lou Dobbs. He, he's my new hero. I, I try to forget all the other stupid crap he's been doing and all the garbage about the illegal aliens that he's obsessed with. Uh, he, he, he the man on this uh, ports deal. But like I told you before, it goes uh, through tomorrow, uh, you know, very quietly. And the 45-day dog and pony show is just to try to calm down the political uh, storm uh, that's going on. But after tomorrow, it's a done deal anyway. So the Arabs are going to be taking care of uh, security at the ports, and then it'll be the airports, et cetera, and so on. But the president just found out about it. But if you dare to block it, he's going to veto it. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Man, talk about a bunch of crooks just uh, conniving and uh, thieving. And he went to India to try to escape all of the heat over here, and they said, Cox a hoist, baby. Right. Yeah. In fact, in India, you know, they're, they're not, I don't think there are too many Jews in India, but their favorite story <laughs> from the Old Testament, no, their favorite story is the one about the burning bush. 19 till noon. I think, yeah, I think I better do that. Hey, Beach Ford is gone. <laughs> 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 On my 30th anniversary, I dumped myself. Oh, uh, what I was, that was a little, well, congratulations, uh, yeah. That was a little, uh, a little yeah. yeah. It burns. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you, Beach Ford is gone, man. It's March Madness all this month at Beach Ford. They just missed having the record month last month, so they're going to do even better now. They're going to break that record this month. Right now, extended Camp Ford 150s are as low as 249 bucks a month, with 995 bucks down, plus uh, fees with approved credit and 39-month lease. March Madness at Beach Fords means you must be mad if you don't take advantage of rebates and discounts up to $10,000 on all new and used vehicles. If you're not on the market for a new car but know somebody who is, send them to Beach Ford because if they take delivery in March, Beach Ford will send you 200 bucks just for sending them in. That money comes from Beach Ford's advertising budget, so it absolutely will not affect your friend's price. Don't miss out on this once-a-year event. Beach Ford's March Madness is starting right now. Extended Camp Ford 150s as low as just 249 bucks a month. Discounts and rebates up to 10 grand and 200 bucks in cash just for referring a friend to come in. So you hurry in. Beach Ford is located just two miles east of the Golden Glades on 163rd Street and West Dixie Highway. Be sure and tell Paul that ancient Neil sent you by. I guarantee you, you'll love your Beach Ford experience. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM.
Tonight on the Islamic Cartoon Network, it's Elmer Fundamentalist. Be very, very quiet. I'm issuing a fatwa. <laughs> They're two Miami cops with a hot new beach. They're on the streets fighting crime. Hey, Pops, that's a handicapped face there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Hallandale Vice. We got a problem. The Grey Gang is up to their old tricks. Lieutenant, isn't that the group of senior citizens who went around trying to get the early bird special after seven? Yeah, they're back in town. Let's go get them. They'll stop at nothing to clean up the streets. Hey, lady, you can't cross here. You'll have to cross at the light. And they're determined to clean up the smuggling business. All right, sister, you're under arrest. Oh, so now you're arresting my wife. What's the charge? Possession of powder. Open that purse, Tub. Let's see that white stuff. Yeah, just a thought. She's got over 100 bags in here. Of what? Sweet and low. From that restaurant she just came out of. Let's take them in. Yes, they're coming in Miami Cubs on a hot new beat in Hallandale Vice. Premiering this fall on MBZ. With all the apologies, Elmer Fudd, I don't think we can play those fart war songs, can we? I don't think so. Let's see. Here's one that says, uh, well, Neil, we'll not say the same, but happy gathering or happy... What, what is that? Well, Neil, I, I will know. not say the same, but happy gathering or happy any day. What? Hey. My name is Chris Cardona from Puerto Rico. The first time I heard your show was in 91 when I was in Palm Beach, and you and your things made me laugh so hard I'll never forget your show. Yeah, my thing makes a lot of people laugh. It's a very funny-looking thing. As soon as I got my hands in a net in college, when I went down to research if your show was online, I was happy to see it was. As soon as I bought a computer, I was listening on the net and had problems, and the audio quality was not as good as it is now, which is great. Are you following this? I think um, Oh, he's Chris... Puerto Rican, so you know, oh. give him some uh, slack. No, I'm kicking out of Ricans now. You're the one. You're going to be issuing a fartwa pretty soon. I already did. Now I worked for a prison and some years back, had a Cuban from Miami, and I asked about your show, and he said, when Neil comes out in the prison in Miami, uh, in Miami, stops, it's all happiness in the bleak place. So I guess the Cuban guy didn't speak English too well either. <laughs> so give a salute to your confined audiences and to the people taking care of them. All right, to all our people, all our jailbirds, Jazz McKay left on, so I had to pick up where Jazz left off. See ya! I am in Puerto Rico, not bad writing for a Julio. Sincerely, Cristobal Cardona in Puerto Rico and Rio Grande were only the U.S. Rainforest. The only U.S. Rainforest is. Please read it, it says. I did read it. There you go, Cristobal. I wonder if he uh, ever was in San Cristobal, as in Guiding Light. Well, that show is getting so bad. Oh, my God. Where the hell is, uh, what's your name? Little, uh, oh, everybody left. Even Ross Barber left. The show is getting that bad after 100 years on that show. God. But that's the way it goes. Vince says, thanks and congratulations for on 30, uh, for slash on 30 years of entertainment and enlightenment. Hope you have another 30 plus do whatever the hell you want. Please add enlightening. Oh, enlightening would be good at today's poll. Let's add that on there. Enlightening. I thought informative would be oh, enlightening, I, I but that's okay. Let's add enlightening. It won't get any votes, but put it on there. Thank you, Vince. What do we got so far? We got a lot of votes. We got 1270 uh, something. 1279. What best describes Neil's 30 years on the air in Miami? Unbelievable, 422. Unbelievable. Well, I bet you that guy that called in yesterday is rubbing his uh, hind legs together. He's so excited about the fact that yeah, and it was an oversight on our part, obviously, right? Right. Unbelievable. Because it doesn't really mean anything. Entertaining, 382. The Pulse of South Florida, 79. The Pulse, can you feel it? Huh? Can you feel it? No. No. I feel something. A Real Mitzvah, 76. Fun, 70. Informative, 57. I'm sure Enlightening will go zooming up there. A Miracle, 54. Ponderous, enough already, 48. Provocative, 44. Stale, 
19. Stale. Doi, 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 doi. Lucky 7 and uh, aggravating 3. That's good. I'm glad we're aggravating one more person now. Let's see. Ponderous 3.7 and stale 1. So 5.1%. My goal is, during the course of the show by 2 o'clock, to get the ponderous and stale under 5%. Okay. Well, I mean, it doesn't really make it. It's, it's just, it's like when we do the thing about how many votes we get in the poll during the show. It's just uh -huh. an exercise. It doesn't make a bit of difference. It's not going to put an extra penny in anybody's pocket. But it's, it's just for something to do. It's like a little exercise. Something for the bored South Florida people who are sitting there like staring at the wall, watching the paint dry. Oh, God. Watching those little lizards crawl up and down on the patio. And a lot of people, that, that's their, that's their sure. uh, fun. That's their occupation. That's great fun. That's, Especially that's when the lizard hobby. does that neck thing, you know. Oh, yeah. Those are my favorites. And we're also watching the wasps and the, uh, what are the other, the hornets mm -hmm. fly around. See, the uh, screening, like most everybody else's patio, the screening got blown off during Wilma. And so while I was home those three nasty days, uh, I go out there to get some sun. I'm laying on the uh, chaise lounge. And all of a sudden, within like 30 seconds, here comes a uh, wasp. Yeah. And believe me, it wasn't my neighbor behind. He ain't no wasp. I could, I could really, I, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't want to start. Well, I really do want to start, but I better not. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Twelve years, loyal. My girlfriend, right. Nancy, my girlfriend Nancy turned me on to you, and from her, mm -hmm. me... Just like, yeah, uh-huh. She ought to turn you into a pumpkin is what she ought to do. WQAM, hello. I'm a woman, and I listen every, listen every day, and I just oh. want to say happy anniversary. That's it. Bye. Thanks, sweetheart. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, man. Not that she was a little bit nervous or anything, but that was, that was or great. Or maybe her window of opportunity was closed. Well, you know? that, whatever. Maybe that's right. Maybe she don't want to get caught in the orifice there uh, listening and calling in on this show. Maybe she don't want to get her uh, fired, you know. Whatever. Thanks, sweetheart. That was nice. That was special. <laughs> that, was that was great. great. <laughs> Oh, God. WQAM, hello. Hey, happy 30th, Neil. Thank you, sir. Um, is your disc available on the Internet, the best of, on your site? Yeah, sure. It's on it right now. All right, perfect. Hey, in closing, I'm hung like Florida. Bye. <laughs> yeah. He's hung like Gary Gilmore. Let's see. Chicken Neck did something special for today, so if the disc is there, you might want to go, oh, well, I can do that. I'm going to have to put my clothes on. Oh, no. Yeah, probably be a pretty good idea. I don't want to go in oh, my come on. It's Canada, right? Don't they run around in boxers all the time? I mean, they wear no. speedos down here. No, the sun is shining. You know, yesterday, I don't know what the temperature was, like in the mid-20s, 25. It was sunny, but I go over to my... It was, it was windy. It was pretty damn cold in the afternoon. I go over to my convenience store to get my sodas. I wasn't buying no ice cream. Very unusual. And uh, there's a guy I see come out of a building, and a business kind of guy, you know, like with a dress shirt on. Mm -hmm. And he's got no coat, no sweater. No, he, right. and, and it was like 20 degrees out. I don't know. He may have been going, going a half a block or a block or whatever. But I, I thought, thought to myself, are you crazy or what, eh? Okay, let me go down there. I'll get it. In fact, how do we do that? I think what I'll do is I'll play that Wasting Away in Hallandale. Okay. It's appropriate. Yeah. In fact, maybe I'll play it now. Do it. Then we'll and go to the break right afterwards. Well, but let's see. How long? That thing, oh, it's four minutes. That's perfect. It is just absolutely perfect. Then I'll put the Q at the end. The Q as in QAM. What's the Q stand for? genius, man. Now i got to go get dressed and go get the disc. And if I don't come back, I went to Woodbine. I changed All my right. mind. Don't worry. we got some filler music for you. Find a good machine at Woodbine. Coming up cheesecake. It's making a new shape. 
Checking the CDs. No, they never say please. Just waiting for the early bird special to come. Wasting away in good old hiding. Searching for the false teeth they left in a glass. How dare they claim that there's a tough host to blame? But they know it's their own damn fault. The shoving in line to get the early bird on time. Pushing just as hard as they can, and once they are seated, they get overheated and start stuffing rolls and sweet and low in their bags, wasting away again in good old hiding. Looking for that long lost bottle of you, and how dare they say that it's a bowl of fruits a day? But for some, an enema in the blues. The old folks don't know the reason. Nothing is pleasing. The muscles ache and the teeth just don't fit. But what does it matter when they call up Neil and chatter? I hate you, Neil, and never listen to your show. Wasting away again in good old holiday, just a box of metal music and a radio. And how dare they claim that it's a tough host to blame? But Neil knows they can't wait for his show. How dare they claim that it's a dark host to blame? But Neil knows they just can't wait for his show. This is Neil Rogers. This is 5.62 a.m.
This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. About 30 years of broadcasting under the worst possible conditions any talk show personality could face, especially in the swamps of Florida. Neil Rogers, this is your life. Neil, remember this voice. I always knew he wanted me, even back then. I would look over my shoulder in the boys' locker room, and he would be staring at me. Recognize that voice, Neil. That's the voice of the boy you had a crush on in high school. Jim Park! Welcome to This Is Your Life, Mr. Park. You can park your scooter right over there. Neil, I weigh 375 pounds now and wear blood pressure socks from all the strokes. Still, I'd like to thank you for making me feel like I looked good for ten minutes. Thank you, Mr. Park. And now, Neil, do you remember this voice? Neil was the first boy I had in college. He'd be plowing me in a rented impala. Neil, that's the voice of Mitzi Marmelstein, the first and only girl in your life. Come on out here, Mitzi. So, you mean to say Neil wasn't always gay? He actually had a woman? Oh, yes. He was a wonderful lover. So romantic. Never understood what made him gay. It might have been the yeast infection. Anything you'd like to say to Neil? Yes. Neil, I still have your glasses. I kept them with me all this time. Thank you, Mitzi Marblestein. And now, Neil, a small-chested Julio that's been with you for so many years. I tried vigorously with Windex, moist towelettes, even gasoline. Nothing can remove that olive oil from those knobs. That is the voice of George Rogers. Hey, wait a minute. You're, you're nuts, right? Not a bad impression, huh? Now, see here. I've had all I can stand at his anniversary coolie kissing. What the hell did he ever do? Outside of ruining my career... <laughs> Why, if I was in Canada right now, I'd pulverize him, see? Why, I'd whip this tasty butt down to a fine mulligan stew. Thank you for joining us on this your life. I ain't you yet. Why, I'll show you how to be an old red boxer. And I don't care that I just said something that made no sense. I'm very angry over here. <laughs> Exactly. Okay, anyway, uh, you'll never guess what also showed up. I got the disc, obviously, right there. Right. And inside a note from a chicken neck, it says, if it wasn't for you, I'd still be mowing Rick Riley's lawn. <laughs> oh, God. Still be mowing it? Yeah, he'd be mowing it, yeah. And I got another package. How do you like that? That makes and three now, right? And the package from Yak Tracks. Oh, and the phone is ringing again. Oh, There's it's your Yak Tracks. down there. What do you know? The Yak Tracks showed up. Your uh, glorified steel-belted rubber bands. Wow. Only George, only an old, um, doddering uh, Julio mm -hmm. like George would ever think of, because I had that one slip and fall on the ice, which That's even right. kids were falling down. But, of course, now he assumes that I'm a doddering old man, so he sends Listen, me. if you're not yet, you're going to be soon, so. Yeah. Just uh, put them away in a drawer. I'm going to your colleagues. Walk confidently on packed snow and ice. Mm-hmm. And these are things that you sit They're, on uh, the, the technical of name is, uh, is snow cleats, but those are spikeless, so that you can wear them on any surface without having to worry about uh, you know, spike spikeless snow spikeless. cleats. They, for you the got old steel car. coiled. You got steel belted radials for your shoes now. You yeah. just uh, you just uh, strap them on there. Actually, they just slip on. They're like and rubber it bands. Really works. Yeah, man. That's probably why that old guy didn't fall down. He probably had a pair of those. Get out of here. 
Now, he was an Arab. And uh, they just go on over because I know you're not going to wear. The Arab oh, street. I see. I know you're not going to wear any kind of special shoes, so they'll slip on over uh, whatever well, what the hell you're you wearing. What do you mean by that? Like rubbers, like galoshes, like snow boots. Get out of here. Are you crazy? Exactly. So you just sort of slip those on over your mall walkers. Well, and, thank uh, you so much. You up right. I think. Okay. Don't break your hip. Let's see. Here's the facts. It says to Neil, God, I've been listening to you for 13 years, and, of course, I found you by accident. I was switching stations while working. I heard the word a-hole, and I've been stuck ever since. When you die, please let it be on the ear. <laughs> please play yeah. young Neil, and I'm sorry for uh, used-to-be chronic facts. Congrats. Uh, so, oh, Santana. Carlos? Yeah, Carlos Santana. Thanks, Santana. And we have an update, I understand. Yes? Yeah, we do. Um, um, they just got out there on 27th. Um, they have 40 bucks, and on Pines University, they have 80 already. So. Woo! And we haven't even gone into the break yet. That's right. So let's give a plug on these. The QM fans are out there with our merchandise with the uh, Best of Neil uh, Bob 30 Man CD and the commemorative T-shirts. 20 bucks a piece. All the proceeds go to abandoned pet rescue in Fort Lauderdale. Except the first 10 grand that's got to go back to the Beasleys because they're too cheap to, like, uh, actually throw that in. Even though it would be tax deductible, it would be like a charitable donation. But even then, they still won't do it because that's how cheap they are. Thanks a lot to the Beasleys, especially you, Joyce. The uh, van number one from now till two is at the southeast corner of Pines and University in the Hooters parking lot. Van number two, now till two, is at the corner, the southwest corner of 27th Avenue, West 1 of Miami, at the Shell gas station. And they see, and you were so, you were dubious, man. Oh, I was, didn't I was they dubious. calling in. They, and it's not even a first break in. They're already calling in. They were on point. They've been uh, whipped into shape, so to speak. Have they really? Well, yeah. good. Let's see. Happy anniversary, Neil. Now, A, now go home, it says. <laughs> well, I am home. Oh, and it's uh, got a picture of a shoe kicking a frog. That's a beautiful thing. Beauty. Happy 30th, Uncle Neil. I'm 35. I'm with you since Zeta. In fact, I used to work with you and Greasy Bob on UM baseball games when I was in high school. Oh, boy. My job was to stand on the field with headphones, and yours was to put up with Mr. Personality. By the way, you're right about Iraq, religion, and body wash, but wrong about baseball, pure and good, Canada, boring as all get out, and Corvettes, midlife crisis mobiles. I hate to break the news to you, sweetheart, but I was buying um, uh, Corvettes long before midlife. But I still love you just the same, T-Bone in Miami. P.S. <laughs> Stopping a predictable tribesman by defending the Democrats. Long live atheism and libertarianism. Oh, jeez, the libertarians now. And was I defending the Democrats? What did I say at the beginning of the show today? Right. A pox on their house. Apocalypse on their house now. Epoxy on their house. Here's one that says, Happy Anniversary. You fairy. I've been listening since the KAT days. Love, Jim. Oh, no. Jim? Not that Jim. <laughs> you never know. Oh, there's that Jim Park bit. Oh, God. Hi. This is Jim. Love your show, Neil. Love you. Love you. Yeah. Emilio says, Happy Anniversary. Thanks for the good times in this hellhole we live in. Lawyer listener, 15 years. And also on the bottom, on the left-hand corner, it says, Happy Anniversary from your number one lady fan. Love you, Linda. Yes, all the lady fans are my number one group fans or lady fans. Here's a fax from Jack. I wonder if that's Jack with the hands. Oh, I don't know. I don't think he can write with those hands. Congratulations. I've been listening since I was a kid over 20 years. Called once for a poll suggestion. Sorry about that. I didn't know what got into me that day. You are the best. Thanks for uh, having a peer. Always telling it like it is and making us laugh in the process. Not an easy thing to do. Always listen to you uh, daily on the Internet, sisters. Below is my humble attempt at making you laugh, an oldie but a goodie. Oh, it's a joke. Okay, thanks uh, very much. It's a joke from Jack. Okay. Jack with the hands. Here's one that says, boy, there's a whole lot of faxes, man. You said we wouldn't even get 30 today. About 30, man. Isn't that what he said, Josh? That's what he said. Him of a little face. He said we wouldn't get two. 
I, you know, I, I just might keep these as like a souvenir. Right. You think I'm actually going to put these on my shoes? Oh, those things. Uh, someday you should. You'll have Why? tread. So that you don't fall down. There will be other icy days. Yeah, listen, listen to me. Yeah. The icy day that I fell down, mm-hmm. you would have fallen down. Josh right. would have fallen down. You know who Anybody would've... in the world. There were, there were, like I told you, there were teenagers falling down. Right. They were smart asses. And whoop, there they went. You know who wouldn't I, have fallen I down? Really, I didn't really take the kind of fall you think I did. Not like the one in Amsterdam when I took that rolling fall. There will come a right day. Trust yeah. me. You know who didn't fall down? People wearing those things. Oh, I thought you were going to say Dr. Bob. Oh, no, not him. Geez, if only Dr. Bob would have had those. See, you sent him to me. If you'd have sent him to Dr. Atkins, he'd still be with us today. Well, I don't care about him. Well, I do. He was my buddy. Yeah. What? Are you knocking Dr. Bob now? Now, then, tomorrow. <laughs> Eddie says, congratulations on your 30th. Uh, thank you for being so entertaining. I listen to you every day in the car on the computer. I've been listening ever since the Zeta days. You're the voice of reason in this crazy place. I believe you always had your finger, I had my finger on it, in around the pulse of South Florida. That basically sucks. When you retire, I'm out of here. This place is only bearable because you make me laugh all day. And if I'm not laughing, I'm listening to something important you're talking about. P.S. I have Neil Rogers' disease. Every time my friends call me, I answer, Neil hates you. They think I'm crazy, and so do I. Thank you so much for being Neil Never Compromise. Thank you, Eddie. Eddie Martinez, his name ends in Z, and he's still a good guy. How do you like that? I wonder if he's got this, uh, the pulse of the Arab street. You think? I'm sure he's got his finger right there on it. He said he's got his finger somewhere. Happy 30th anniversary from the, somebody who works for the um, um, uh, City of Miami Fire Rescue. Unnamed, obviously. We are, no, actually, it does have it. No, it doesn't have a name. Does it? Is that a name? Hey. I don't know if that last word is that after the X's and the O. I don't, well, know if don't go guessing. Oh, thank you so much for the many years of smiles you brought to my life. I'm a 40-something lady. It is her name. That spent most of her adult life listening to you, enjoying every minute of it. You accompanied me on the radio my first day of real work and are with me still when I squeeze you in on, on duty and off. She's squeezing me. You're on Mitzvah to all of South Florida. P.S. Sorry, but I, I'm off to get my, my ashes now. Oh, yeah, we keep forgetting, man. It's Ash Wednesday. Oh, everybody get a little ash today. Oh, look at that. Thousands of protesting Bush's visit to New Delhi. And uh, many Indians look forward uh, <laughs> look at that. to the announcement that may be made tomorrow on uh, nuclear energy. Zane? Tell us more about that. Uh, Tell us and more. How important that how pissed off these people are. The how they're foaming at the mouth. Well, the deal is uh, very important. Uh, and that's because people all over the rest of the world are on to Bush, including right here in Canada. As boring as uh, what are, what's her name thinks it is. I don't think there's anything at all boring about it here. But then again, what, what would I know about excitement? Yeah. Like South Florida, maybe. That's exciting. Sitting out there in the patio, listening to the palm trees, uh, you know, swaying back and forth in the breeze. Wow. And, of course, being just a stone's throw from the sawgrass, how much more exciting can it get than that? Nothing. Eric in California says, happy anniversary. I've been listening since 90. Growing up surrounded by a bunch of homophobic Cuban hypocrites, I grew up ashamed of my sexuality until I heard your show and realized I didn't have to be some screaming queen or live in the closet hanging out in chat rooms or at Westland like so many of my Cuban sisters. <laughs> They're doing the limbo rock at the tea rooms in Westland, believe you me. They're looking at Maybe they left their guayabera under there. I don't know. I also got the hell out of Florida forever. The best decision of my life. I download the show, listen to it later because I live in another time zone. So stick it up your ass, Herb, says Eric. That's Herb from uh, Coral Springs. Which you notice, Herb never never followed up the facts, the phony facts yesterday, with the follow-up facts, which bears out what I said. Full of crap. Right. Totally ersatz. 
I mean, I'm sure that there are people who listen to whatever else they like, whether it's Howard or so that. That's fine. Like I said, don't bother me none. Don't, not even a little teeny tiny bit, Herbie. He reminds me of Herbie Golub. Neil, what's wrong with my commercials? Just another kvetch. What best describes Neil's 30 years on the air in South Florida? 1,341 votes. Unbelievable, 436. Unbelievable. And you can say that again. Entertaining 405. The Pulse of South Florida, 83, just barely making a move on the Richter scale. A real mitzvah, 81, especially even for the Goyam and the Arab Street. Fun, 74. Informative, 61. A miracle, 56. Ponderous, enough already, 48. I'm resigning just because of them. Provocative, 45. Stale, 20. So we're like, oh, 4.9%. We got it under 5 for the moment. That means that the uh, the naysayers will be like, uh, Moe's whole family, even his grandkids are like voting now. Scintillating 18, lucky 8, aggravating 4, and enlightening 2. See, enlightening's just zooming up there with a pair of votes. Told you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, people don't want to be enlightened. They want to be entertained. They want to chuckle or two. They want a little bit of a laugh on it because the world is a slaughterhouse. It's a bunch of crazy people. The politicians and the popes and the religionists and the getchkies out there. And be sure and smear a few asses on your forehead, okay, just to make sure it's kosher. You know, Brian Schmutz, actually, speaking of Schmutz, came in this morning. I cannot believe it. Well, I do believe because I know he's a good guy and a real salesperson. Can you believe that, that he actually is, like, conscientious enough to tell me that copy is older than Methuselah's grandma, dated August 22nd of last year? From him, I believe it, yeah. Yeah, because he's, he's conscientious. He really cares. He's a sales hole. He's the one we got so far. When you're shopping for shoes, comfort, fit, and value is what it's all about. And I've been telling you about Brandy Shoes for a very, very long time. And luckily, a lot of you go in there and get your shoes. And you ought to, too, because they treat you great. They give you friendly personal service. Make sure you get a perfect fit. And they got the best selection, too. Rockport, Florsheim, Echo, Mephisto, New Balance, SAS, and the best prices as well. It's an unbeatable combination. Ask for Arnie when you go to Brandy's. Arnie will make sure you get the perfect fit at the right price. And even at Brandy's, they specialize in wide widths as well if you have those big, fat, flat feet. Brandy's is worth your trip from just about anywhere in town for st a style, comfort, fit, value, and selection. Always think Brandy's Shoes. They're at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. Open daily till 9 and every Sunday till 5. And it's a great time to buy New Balance this week at Brandy's. All great men's and women's styles, 10 to 20 bucks extra off this week. So be sure and get into Brandy's or do your shoe shopping on their website at brandyshoes.com. And when you go into Brandy's, be sure and tell them that Brian Schmutz sent you in. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Excuse me, but I do believe that sucks ass. Now back to the Neil Rogers program on 1240 WGBA. Here again, America's youngest talk show host, six-year-old Neil Rogers. Okay, I guess we're down to mail. And there's four minutes left in the hour. So let's take some calls. All in. Hello. Yeah, Neil. How's it going? Great. That's good. Listen, I canceled my subscription to the Rochester Democrat and Chronicle. Of good old DNC. What an abortion that paper is. Then I asked how many other people did likewise, and they said none of my business. Yeah, well, they're real nice over there. Okay, well, I just thought I'd let you know. You're a fine American. Have a nice life. Bye, Hello. I want to speak to Neil. You got him. Am I on? Yes. Yeah. Neil. Yes. Yeah. Neil, you're a stinky pinko glue sniffing bedwetter and a pansy. Great 
call. This is the day so far. Did he say pansy? Let me see get off. What a mung brain. I run my bike 30 miles every Saturday to do this show, and this guy calls me names. Shame on you, sir. Shame on you. By the way, have you seen some of those bad boys at the new AMP? <laughs> now, what are you cackling about, eh? Is this my son? A million producers in the world, and they stick me in here with an egg. Shut his mic off. Seneca Castle. Hello. Oh, you used to be such a nice boy, and now you're so terrible. Yeah, but you can't shut it off. You can't shut it off. <sighs> I don't need this. I have offers from other stations. Batavia, Elmira, Fredonia. But instead, I stay here and entertain you grotesque, subhuman doodle bags. Unbelievable. Geneva, hello. Hello, is this Neil Rogers? What kind of phone are you on, sir? How's that again? Do you have a dial phone or what? No, I have to put it to the operator. Well, let's not get into that. Hey, I was listening to Joey Reynolds on WKBW last night. Somebody has to. Did you hear what he's been saying about you? No, I don't listen anymore. He's a doddering old man. He claims he's only 40. Yeah, right. And Joey beat Truman, too. <laughs> oh, shut up, Ed. You're pathetic. And if you think he's bad now, wait till he hatches. Oh, boy. Okay, when we come back, maybe the egg will come out of his shell. But I hope not. 21 past noon, breaking news. Lionel <coughs> Tate pleaded guilty today to the armed robbery of a pizza delivery man last spring. Pizza. All for me. In a deal that could net him up to 30 years in prison, but spare him a possible life sentence for violating probation in the 99 killing of that young girl. He was just wrestling. And, oh, there he is with his attorney, Ellis Rubin. Hey, Ellis, Ellis, I've been thinking your uh, defense is really stinking. You know, Ronnie Zamora, didn't he just get out here a short time ago, speaking of my 30 years in the market? Mm -hmm. That was shortly after I arrived on the scene that Ronnie Zamora went to the slammer. It was the TV intoxication defense that Ellis came up with for Ronnie. Nice going. That worked really well. <laughs> Tate, the youngest person in modern U.S. history to receive a life prison sentence, said, Yes, sir, when asked if he would plead guilty to the robbery by Broward Circuit Judge Joel T. Lazarus, who scheduled sentencing for April 3rd. Tate could receive between 10 and 30 years About 30, man. in prison. Tate also admitted that he'd violated probation by possessing a gun during the May 23rd robbery at gunpoint that netted four pizzas worth $33.60 and was violating laws by doing so. Lazarus said that any sentence he imposes for those violations would run concurrently with the robbery sentence. The guilty plea is the latest twist in a long-running case of Tate, who was convicted, well, we know all that stuff. So there you go. There you stand there with Ellis Rubin, with that beard and those glasses on now. Doesn't look a day over 100. Nice going, Ellis. You are doing it, baby. Now, Brad says, first started listening when I moved here in 1988. Loved it. They didn't have anything like you where I came from, Lexington, Kentucky. Oh, but they sure like the horse around up there. 
Captain Dave, the bird. Oh, these pants are too tight, you know. It's just well, sitting uh, down in this position. I'm going to take my pants off. them off. Yeah, there you go. Oh. I'll play some pants music. No, I, I can't. No, not taking them off. There, I'm unbuckled, man. Too tight sitting in this position with these damn pantaloons on. Anyway, uh, Captain Dave the Bird, PP from Pembroke Pines. It was a beautiful thing. Been listening ever since. Also listened to Bill Calder for a while as well. Rest in peace. I've only called a few times over the years. Some people have to work for a living. There are many times I wanted to, but just didn't have the time. Went to a few remotes back in the day. Dania High Life, Festival Flea Market, Toyota Hollywood. My favorite show was one day on WYOD, probably around 91. You were ranting about how someone had taken your parking spot. You suspected somebody at Channel 7. After two hours of gnashing of teeth and hell-raising, somebody alerted you that you had parked in the wrong spot. I spit out my Wendy's Frosty all over my windshield. Congrats on 30 years. About 30, man. I've enjoyed the last 18. Deeply grateful for last. All the best, Brad. Thank you, Brad. Now, maybe he's confusing that. Uh, maybe it could have been IOD, but maybe it was um, uh, Jack Market. Uh, yeah, that was, right. well, that was IOD. Right. Right? Yes, it was. That was the uh, Paxson IOD. Mm-hmm. Well, excuse me. Hey, Jack Mark, by the way, is dead. I just mentioned that in passing. I'm still around, and he's dead. So you can have your parking spot back, Jack. Nadine Evans writes, George, you're good. She says at the bottom, you're good. Aww, Not great. Thanks, Nadine. You're good. I mean... I'll take it. Yeah. She says, my dear Neil, I've been your loyal listener since we met at the Garlic Festival. <laughs> Tom Denberg's got a rotten hell for that one, I'll tell you that. We've spoken a few times in the old days when there was freedom of the airwaves. How I miss our casual and fun talks, which I took so for granted. I've been listening on the web since moving to New Jersey. I visit, oh, this is from Hackettstown. Not to be confused with Hackensack, which is a real sack. I visited South Florida in February. Couldn't wait to return home. How did I do the time there 20 years? Doing the time is a good way of putting it, Nadine. When you're in South Florida, you're doing time. You're doing a hard time. You may recall my faxes, Johnny Depp and my daughter Julie, who were a, an item in Miramar 78, so now we also shared political... Oh, sure, we don't forget Nadine. You have a wonderful talent, our joy to listen to. I wish the station owners give you the support, superior credit and money you deserve. Oh, so do I. You keep their station alive. Happy anniversary. Keep talking. Thank you, Nadine. Yeah, she's right on top. I'm thinking, like, are we for, like, another five years for, like, uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and George doing Tuesday and Thursday? Okay. What? Can I start to get paid if that happens? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, you know, right. I'm talking about the part of the year when you're not doing, uh, not the summertime, the other right. months. Mm-hmm. that sound like a good idea? Sure. I'll get my new agent right on it. <laughs> Duff? Yeah, I think, I think Duff ought to be my agent, my PR person. He already uh-huh. is the sales hole for this show. He certainly He's, has the zeal for it. He's got the zeal. You fairy. Or the squeal and the appeal. Ask Wednesday, baby. Start rubbing it and smearing it. By the way, Here's we're the at uh, 260 for the CD so far. All right. Let's, let's get 1,000 today for a good start. What do you say? Wouldn't that be good? That yeah. would be good. I mean, they've only been out there a short while. Well, I don't know if we can do 1,000 in two hours. We could do it. We can. We can do it. No, you people can do it. Get out there. Get off your ass, okay? 30 years I gave you for free. The price is right. Got to cough up 20 bucks for those poor little dogs and cats. Okay. And abandoned the pet rescue. Dogs and cats. Van number one is on the southeast corner of Pines and University in the Hooters parking lot. And van number two is on the southwest corner of 27th Avenue, West 1 of Miami at the Shell Gas Station. They got the new about 30-man CDs and the commemorative T-shirts. Only 20 bucks. Come on, fork over the 20. We want your money. Just give us the effing money, man. Hey, I'll tell you guys, it's been on with me for a long, long time, and that's my buddy Richard from Toronto, as a matter of fact, at the Emerald Coast Chinese Buffet. The food continues to be great and fresh and delicious, and uh, he's still kicking ass. 
Guillermo Coast continues to be Florida's number one Asian gourmet buffet, as rated by Zagat Restaurant Review. And now every Friday through Sunday night, you can enjoy Lobster Fest, featuring Maine lobster served Thermidor style. And every night at the coast is Crab Fest, with Alaskan snow crab legs, Dungeness crab, and Jonah stone crabs. The menu still includes fresh oysters on a half shell and a sushi bar with over 30, About 30 man. different items. Count them if you don't believe me. If I'm lying, you're dying. The Emerald Coast also serves juicy, delicious, succulent New York steaks cooked to order, hand-carved prime rib. And on the weekends for dessert, leave room for that Emerald Coast famous 40-inch chocolate fountain. It's almost obscene. You can hand dip your own strawberries, all kinds of fruits, marshmallows, other decadent treats. Just stick those babies right in there. Check out all the uh, new, uh, all the uh, the new. See, I'm tongue-tied over because sushi is not my bag. All you can eat sushi bar featuring sashimi, t- a tuna tataki, over 20 different types of sushi rolls, and much more. The Emerald Coast got three convenient locations for you in Sunrise, Sunny Isles Beach, and Pembroke Pines. Reservations suggested. Call 954-572-3822. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Neil, God. Ranting on the airways, horny bitchy ones. Fantasies will have to do, you ain't getting none. Reality escapes you, you lion, you scheme. Randy, dream on, Randy. You'll never have me. Sorry, Steamboat Randy, little bitch with dreams. Going down life's stinking highway is that sad, lonely clown. Everyone knows the holy one who. Mad, bloodshot, and wasted, talking trash with a smile. Your head's up your ass, it ain't been out in a while. It ain't been out. So there's another package down there. Well, I'm telling you, this is like uh, Christmas. It must be an honor of Ass Wednesday. There's a large package down there. Huh. And being the curious type that I am, on the next break, I'll do the same thing again. All right. I heard you were curious. Exciting. Huh? I said, uh, sounds like a good idea. <laughs> well, who knows what the hell it might be. Maybe this is a package with a million dollars in cash from the Beasleys, you think? Yeah. No. Right. no. Or maybe Mo sent me something. You know, that might be ticking. Steve in Nashville, look at where these faxes are coming from, boy. That's a lot right. of people lucked out and got out of there. I want to thank you for entertaining all of us for the past 30 years. And w- 30 years. About 30, man. I wish you a happy anniversary. I moved out of South Florida four and a half years ago and listened daily on the internets. Hearing your callers makes me know. <laughs> Hearing your callers makes me know I made the right decision. I can't believe someone would sit on hold for 20 minutes or more just to say Maricon or This is Eddie. Oh, we better play that. I just bought about 30, man, and can't wait to hear it. Stephen Nashville, he must have gone online and bought it, which you can do right now, by the way. Well, he must have, uh, well, he might have gotten it on the, uh, in the van head he drove down. No. No, because it's Stephen Nashville, and oh, the, yeah. 
area code on it. Anyway, have a great day, and thanks for the life. You're one of a kind, Neil Rogers. That's what my mother said, too. She said after they made me, they threw away the mold. Well, people thanks, are going uh, out, Steve. I beg your pardon? Our total now is 480. We can do, oh, we can do the 1,000 easy, can't we? You can do it! Yeah, by uh, 2 o'clock. That's a piece of cake. Well, you know, the first ten grand we got to make, that's all uh, just to pay back the Beasleys. So this is uh, well, quite a project. To correct you, it's five. They put up five. It only costs five. Oh, really? Really. Well, how come it is that they used to always uh, hit me up for ten? Uh, I think in previous years we had more merchandise involved. Oh, that's like why we had the keychains, et cetera, and so on, yes. Speaking of that, now do I dare? We might have to double oh, this. Oh, every one of them. Are you kidding me? No, no. I don't know which one is going to come up here. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I knew it. No, you saved it. I saved it. There you go. That potty mouth mole, man. Just when you least expect it, he burts out some crap, you know? <laughs> Maybe that package is from him. Let's see. Here's one. It says, from Christopher in Wellington. Christopher. Hey, congratulations. I'm about 30. I'm 24. I've been listening about six years. In other words, I'm the wrong demographic. No, you're the right demographic, Chris. Send a picture. Anyway, Mo wanted me to forward, <laughs> forward this to you, and it's an invitation. You're cordially invited to attend a pizza party for Mo Howard Davided at, uh, and what, what does that say? Oh, Chuck E. Cheese's. When the Doys are back in town next week, there will be a checkered pants only affair. <laughs> oh, and then it says, Mo, 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 a pizza's life for me. Also, I might as well put a idea for Boca Brian using a song. It's a parody of Eminem's Ass Like That with content based on our chum Mo. Here are some of the lyrics. Mo Howard David, why did you have to become such an ass like that? Now we don't get to hear you on the radio with all your doy do doys. Here's the next 30. Thanks, Chris. How do you like that? All right. And I'm going to go to that pizza party. So let's see. The doys are back in town. Now that would be a good bit. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm getting cheated here. Why? Because the audience work? is good. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not talking about that, but just running up and down these stairs with these packages. That's good for you. Pharrell would like that package. Art and Seabrain. A Jew in Sebring, my God. Art Lefkowitz says, thanks for 30 years of stirring up the gray matter in Schmidt, along with the facts and laughs. Always a listener, never a caller. Good for you, Art. Thank God. From Sebring, these faxes are coming in from uh, all over the damn place. Good golly. Important places like, uh, you know, Hackettsville, New Jersey, and Sebring, Florida, and Nashville. You're just going to love Nashville. Yeah. Here's one that says, I remember first listening to you when I was seven years old, riding around town in my mom's Pinto, eating Pintos and cheese from Taco Viva. Oh, Taco Viva. That was the one that had the, no, maybe it was Tacos Olay that had that squeeze cheese, you know, that real, oh, man, that was so good. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. The liquid cheese that was on all the burritos. Right. And the, oh, man, that was Tacos Olay. There, there was one on Sunset and Kendall. In fact, that was in the same little strip shopping center that uh, Godfather's was in. And my good buddy, uh, what that was his name? Javier. Right. Do you know how many years ago that is? Like 10? 10? That was a W Snooze, man. Oh, sorry. Like I that said, was a W Snooze, like about uh, 25, like 25 years ago, 20, at least 23, 24 years ago, which, uh, hey, Javier. Oh, of course, now Javier is a doddering old man like Jim Park in that bit, you know. But I'm, I'm, the point I was going to make, isn't that something I remember his name after all these years? That's something. Oh, there's a reason, though. I know. Anyway, <laughs> oh, man. God. That Godfather's. Neil, I first remember listening to you on a 7, yada, 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 thinking, wow, what a putz. I am now 27. I listen to you sometimes in tears laughing so hard. I still am a putz, though. 
Uh, this is from Ben. You're a real stress reliever from Daily Work. Thanks for all the laugh. I, too, have serious but never miss your show. Well, eat your heart out, Herbie and Nicole Springs. Here's another guy who's got serious, but he don't miss this show, okay? You can listen to Howard, the West Coast feed, the East Coast feed, the Central feed, the feed this, the feed your face, whatever the hell you like, Herbie. And you notice we never got a fax back. Very suspicious. <laughs> I can't get over with that view he said today. He's got a lot of time to talk about me that way. I don't give a crap what that fairy has to say. If he wants to smoke pizza, guys, then let him. Why, I'll have you know, I know what I'm talking about. Every morning at the condo, I take the elevator down, and on my way to the car when I pull my folding basket out, I give a free condo paper. The toys are back in town. I said the boys are back in town. Why you leave? Ah, my God, alone, you sport old fool. I know everything that's going on in that news. Why, I even know all the new Mahjong rules. I'm hip to the jive, daddy-o. You better go and talk today. It's the better show when I take your place. I know I ain't no Ed Toilet, but when they drop my voice, we'll change. You little smoothie. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Because they're all fighting a war in Iraq right now. Not the National Guard. Pardon? Not the National Guard. No National Guard in Iraq? Not, not, there's no National Guard. Uh, no. Do, 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 but Bush will have his way. Oh, goodbye. We will make you die. We've been in bed for such a long time. With the Bush Drive family host. I ask you what would be safer than an unchecked. Now control most of your lives. 
cash for the terror we were given to the Muslims who hate women. We'll change your minds and it won't be hard. You buy the height of the old race car. Stay tuned to corporate news because we own that too. Oh, you buy, we will make you die. I'm dying over here. Top 46 of QM, so it was my bratwurst showed up. Mm. Wow. What a I just ordered it on Monday, and it showed up uh, already today. That's a mirror. They must have known it was ass Wednesday. John the Baker just showed up at the same time, so. All right. You see that? All mm-hmm. right. Great minds work alike. So you got your uh, shallot. I do. And Josh is there working on his veal scallopini. Right. Yeah, right now. Oh, for me. This fact's here from Marty. This just really piques my curiosity. Plus, we're up to 760, by the way. The 760, TV. man. You see, I, here's my goal. My goal is 8 this million. Is your personal goal? Oh, I, I'll tell you my goal. Uh, no, seriously, my goal is to get that five grand back by the end of this week, and then after that, it's all gravy. Now, is that unrealistic? That, no. Because that's only three days between. On, now, how are we going to find out how much we're doing online? Because I remember last time we, we get it. We get a report. From Eric? From uh, the guy that's running the stove. Running the stove? Oh, the yeah. uh, Neil Rogers stove. He uh, reports to Miguel. And Miguel reports to us. Aye. So we got what? Seven watts? Seven sixty? Yeah. yeah. Sounds like WJR Detroit. Or maybe it's ESPN Radio in Palm Beach because that Evan Cohen is on there and uh, Jim Sarney just obsessed with Evan Cohen. I think he wants him. Marty says, congratulations on your 30th. I grew up in Rochester, went to school with you, and even attended Eagle Cove in... Uh, with Bello Snyder, camp, summer camp. I've enjoyed listening to you for 20 of your 30 years. I now listen uh, on the next, well, I listen on the net. And lucky I got out of South Florida. Thank God, Marty. You're one of a kind, and the day you do retire, you'll be missed by all. Congrats again, and oh, good show, George. How do you like that? Like Marty that from Rochester. I wonder who the hell that Marty is, because he went to school. I mean, he went to summer camp. Man, I bet you Marty's old and uh, crag like me. <laughs> and craggy now. Oh, if we could just turn back the hands of time, please, just for a few days. Just for a few minutes. Let's see. Look, look at the artwork on this one. Oh, this is Ray. Yeah. This is the very right. mysterious Ray. We haven't had a fax from Ray in a long time. Remember, we used to think that this was Ray Perry? Right, but it's not. It's not, of course, because Ray isn't this talented. He's still just stuff guy. in the mail. He is a good guy. Let's see. The greatest tune of all time was Who, and uh, it's got... Um, Buffalo Bob there, and it's got, uh, I don't even know who these characters are, do you? Uh, wouldn't that be Clarabelle? Oh, that's Clarabelle. Uh, well, okay, no, I guess. I'm asking you, because I don't uh, I guess. And then who that, but who's that in the front? GW. Oh, I see. Yeah, what the hell am I? The Child devil Lord. himself. Baseball bats and cartoons, yada, yada, yada. Art imitates life. Happy 30th from Ray. Thank you, Ray. A lot of work, but I'm, I'm not going to tear that up yet. I'll do it after the show. I don't want to do it on the air. It'll sound like, well, you know, that's how it is, like with a greeting card, you know. People right. look at it for a second or two, and then they schmidt can it. And you know, oh, gee, I no, you got an hour and picked out a nice card. you got to let it linger for a little while, then you uh, I'm letting it linger it. on my finger. WQAM, hello. Happy birthday. Yeah, likely story. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. 
See, it's like it's like uh, in life we've all met people that we don't want to. Uh, it's like when you go on those appearances and there are people mm -hmm. you pull them right to their face. I don't want to see you. I don't yeah. want to know from you. I don't want to do with you. And, and the more you tell them that, the more they just continue showing up. In other words, you will tolerate me whether you want to or not. That's of course, right. the answer is no. no, I won't. No, I won't. They're just even on this uh, day of my daughter's wedding. There just are some people who won't be on the air. Just just like yesterday. Five six seven oh five sixty. We'll do a little flurry of call here. We're interspersing a few calls along with a plethora of faxes. The faxes are a machaya. Believe you me, even if you don't know what that means. WQAM. Hello. <coughs> Only once for the raspberry guy. You're over your quota. QAM. Hello. Hey, oh, that, hey, that wasn't him. This is uh, Gorvidal guy wishing you a happy thirtieth. Yes, sir. Hope you uh, enjoyed the talking calendars I've been sending you. And whatever you do, decide to retire with the contract truck or mm -hmm, keep yeah. on going. Have a good life. And I loved it all. Okay, back to you, Pally. Okay. Thanks. Well, he's, he's almost talking like it's, uh, you know, the Last Supper or something. Right. right? It's going to happen tomorrow. Wednesday. Let's not get too emotional. I'm not going anywhere that I know of. Sun is shining, man. It's a beautiful day. I'm going to walk right out of there in the sunshine today. Yeah. I know, not for long, though. Well, put on <laughs> your steel-belted radials. Yeah, I'll put on my steel-belted shoes. Well, I bet you there aren't too many people in Ontario that got steel-belted shoes. I bet you there are. Get out of here. I'm going to ask my cab driver about that. Tomorrow when All I right. go to Woodbine, I'm going to ask my cab buddy. You ever see here? Of course, what does he know? He's Lebanese. <laughs> well, I don't think they wear, like, steel-belted shoes in Lebanon. In Lebanon, no, I don't imagine. WQAM, hello. Neil, God. Yes, sir. No, that was a request. Oh. Ah, no, you're great. Thanks. Uh, Neil, God. Okay, there you go. Go away. Was your request for what? Oh, I haven't played the bridge sender yet. Definitely got to do that. That's also then, on the uh, CD. In other three years, we can do that again. How's the poll coming? We got 1,300 votes yet? What best describes Neil's 30 years on the air in uh, South Florida? We got uh, 1,438. Oh, mm -hmm. man. I haven't even been looking at that. Well, I've been too busy schlepping up and down the stairs getting packages. 1,440. Grabbing packages. Unbelievable, 489. Unbelievable. 469, something like that. Entertaining 434, the Pulse of South Florida 88, a real mitzvah 87, fun 77, informative 63, a miracle 57, provocative 50, ponderous enough already 50, 3.4%. Uh -huh. Stale 23, 1.5%, so that's still 4.9, it's bubbling under 5%. Scintillating 19, lucky 9, enlightening 8, and aggravating 4. Well, good. I'm really, that's, I'm most proud of that last four, aggravating. That's what I'm here for. You aggravate me, I turn around and aggravate you back. Yeah. How do you like that? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a deal. How's the uh, lunch? Oh, great. We're there. Thanks to our friends John the Baker, for your father, for your father, mm -hmm. Enzo the Baker. Let's see, here's one, and it's a copy of an ad that appeared on page 5B in the Herald today, the Metro and State section. It says, Buried in today's Miami Herald 5B. What, to make front page Neil has to do an Arthur Teal? Okay, let me give it a shot. First of all. In fact, it. maybe Jim DeFeces can come and record my uh, suicide. That's yes. an ad that we placed, and there's one in each paper to uh, advertise the disc. Right, well, it's a copy so, of the cover of the disc, right? Right, so, you know, that, that'll show up wherever the hell it shows up. But it says 30th anniversary show today. Now, don't tell me you put one of these in the Sun Sentinel. Did no, they pay for that? I didn't put anything anywhere. No, I no, because the Sun Sentinel did. didn't give us squat. They didn't give it the, the sweat off of their uh, cheeks, okay? Off their ass. They gave us nothing. Not just Tom Jacob, but all you other goyim over there at the Sun Sentinel. It's a, it's a real fly opener, man. It really tells me a lot. 
I don't expect much. I mean, in fact, even if it would have been a slice job, if they would have ripped me an ass, just a little recognition, okay, after 30 long, ponderous freaking years, man, that ponderous thing has got a point. It is ponderous, like swimming upstream, like trying, like a, like a quadriplegic try, trying to do mountain climbing, you know? Not easy. They can get down the mountain real quick, though. Well, that's another story. And I hope that the people at Sun Sentinel have equal luck at the same task. Let's see. Congratulations on 30 years of the most entertaining mind-opening radio this former other than long facts ever heard. I've been a loyal listener for 27 years. I met you many years ago when my partners, the publishers of Excitement Magazine, Bob and Adam, came to your studio for a rare magazine interview. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Good people, I always though. remember that day. Then as now, you spoke your mind, gave the public what it rarely gets, the truth. I've migrated across many radio stations over the years as a loyal listener. Remember all, all the uh, butt wipes you've worked with over the years. Today, as always, you shine above them all, and now you have 30 years of excellence. About 30, man. rub in their face. I'm rubbing, uh, first I'm smearing the uh, ashes on their forehead, then I'm rubbing the 30 years in their puss. How do you like that? Just rub it? Yeah. You are the best radio talent this market has ever had. You are a legend, a god, the best thing to happen to South Florida Radio ever. You are absolutely correct. I agree with everything you say, whoever this is. It would be great to know that you had many years of local radio ahead of you, but that's just a selfish wish. Whatever time you have left in this market. See, this is like a, like a death dirge here going on some of this stuff, you know? I'm in uh, de- fairly decent health, yeah. better than George. Well, it's your last show, don't you know? <laughs> is it? Whatever time you have left in this market, even if it's only two more weeks. Thanks for about 30 years of best. Now go plunge your brains out. No, that's tomorrow because we've got the ball game tomorrow. So the fact I can get out of here early tomorrow, that gives me ample an extra hour. I can lose oh, easy 800, 900 in that hour. Easy. If I'm dumb enough to play those dollar wheel of fortunes. Here's a message to all you plungers out there. Do not get sucked into that dollar wheel of fortune. There's no there's no upside to it. There, you know, it's like yeah, the chances of really winning anything big on here are like getting hit by a bolt of lightning that you're going to hit the big jackpot, the 156. That's right. So what's the upshot? I'm playing there the other day, a couple of days ago, and there's a woman. She hits, uh, what is what she gets? She got like 18 grand on the, on the quarter machine. And then, like two weeks before, the woman hit the quarter mania at Woodbine for $425,000 playing quarters. Quarters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, it's too rich for my blood. I played the nickels. They got nickels and pennies at Woodbine from mm-hmm. heaven. Pennies for Rimmer. And I can't believe I don't have a, a, a thing here from Rimmer. For all you've done for him. For all, all the, the meal. meals that I bought them, I don't even have a uh, fax here from Jeff Rimmer saying, Happy 30th anniversary and thanks right. for all the free meals at Ruth Chris. No, there's a phone call I shouldn't have had to come. Uh, Although the good thing is during the three days, because I had he called here bugging me before I went back down there. You know, you're going to be in Florida anytime in uh, February, and I, like a schmuck, I tell him the dates Ooh. I was going to be there. Oh well, we're going to be down there because it was during the Olympic break. There was no mm-hmm. NHL, so he wasn't working. Oh, and uh, how about we got to go to dinner? How about Ruth Chris? Ha ha ha! You know, nervous laugh. Ha <laughs> ha! I said no thanks. <laughs> and he wasn't offering to buy either. Believe me. Well, I guess you believe me. Yeah. I believe. Let's see. We got uh, Geldy there at two o'clock, including Eric Reed, who talks through his teeth. We got Eric Reed from the Heat at three thirty. I have no idea what that's all about, but it sure is bad radio. Uh, Jim Mandich at four. Curtis Stevenson seven away thirty. Hurricane warm up at eight thirty. At nine o'clock, it's UN and Maryland. Let's see. The Terps or the Twerps? Is it the Terps? It's the Terps. The Twerps. Speaking of Terps, uh, Clarence will be on that broadcast. Eddie K follows that basketball. This is Neil Rogers. Rock solid. This is 562 AM. It's not just the one to two hour. It's a phenomenon. So who'd you vote for? Well, I was on the other guy's ballot. What other guy? The Republican guy. Oh, no, man. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, Ted. I didn't want to break Which that. Which one did you vote for? Did I'm not going to get into it, Ted. You'll freak out on me, okay? 
not no way. Yeah. That uh, that hooded freak. <laughs> Which one? Be specific. What's his name, man? I'm not going to argue, the Paul. Guy, the guy from CNN? Ted Turner, yes. Oh, man. Yeah. You voted for Buchanan? I voted for Ted Turner. Dude, why yeah. don't you just send the police right into my pad? I do. Why don't you just give them my Ted. phone number and address? Ted. And let them come Ted. over Ted. and kill me. <laughs> man, you ele- you're going to elect the thought police. Ted. Ted, this wasn't a presidential election. This is a primary, okay? I didn't have a chance to vote for the other side. Give me the chance to vote for the other side. Rick, what? My pal, Rick, voted for a I Nazi. Knew, I knew this would be that. I didn't vote for a Nazi. Oh, sure you did. 101, no wonder you hate him like poison. A minute past one. We got Geldy coming up at two. Like I said, that should be a real tweet. Let's see. Richard and Robin in Ormond Beach, Florida say, uh, congratulations on 30 years. Your 30 years is quite significant since most things that last that long usually become stale and pandering to the elements down there. Oh, I would never do that. I'm very pleased to know that your show has aged like fine wine over the years. It's better than ever except for the Joyce deal. When is she leaving? Not soon enough, that bitch. We hate you, Joyce. The whole audience would like to come and lynch your dumbass. And by the way, Norma tells me you look like a hyena. I've been a fan of yours since KAT. You were the only voice of reason during the Alien Gonzalez controversy. It was you that kept my wife and I sane through it all. Oh, poor little Alienito. How come he ain't called in yet? We now live in Ormond Beach, oh, yeah. far away from the insane asylum that is South Florida. I work from home, and your show is always on my pewter between 10 and 2. Congrats again, and the bagpipes still crack me up in my wife. Keep up the good work. Howard who, it says? Howard who? Well, not, do, 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 oh, not do, 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 that one. I think they're talking about Howard Stern. Oh, you know the guy that CBS is suing, and uh, not rightfully so either? Oh, no, I hadn't heard. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, they're not making that big of a simmons about this, which kind of surprises me, you know? It's kind of the, I think he's oversaturated at this point, you know? This can be a little bit worn out. Lori and Balmer says, well, we got a lot of ladies out there. I told you we got. If the ladies would just fill out those damn diaries, we could have a 15 share. You don't have to be embarrassed. What the hell's wrong with them? Somebody would fill them out for them. My former co-workers introduced me to the show back in 89. I've listened as often as I could ever since. You, Lasseter, Rick, and Suds, a couple others kept me sane during my Florida years. I escaped from Broward in November 99, just two weeks before Alien floated ashore. Oh, are you lucky, Lori? I've been turning everyone I know here in Baltimore onto your show and your website. You have a considerable fan base up here, mostly women. How do you like that? Oh! Big kiss to all the ladies in Baltimore. Oh! From this old fag. Thanks being there through the years. You never let me down. P.S. I'll be ordering a CD later today. Thank you, Lori. What a sweetheart. Isn't that nice? That's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, you say that very sarcastically. No, I'm sorry. I was Lori, trying to bitch choke on my uh, salad over here. Oh. <clears throat> How's the lunch, boys? It's great. The pepperoncinis are smoking. All right. Yeah, them pepperoncinis. You're eating the pepperoncinis? You know yeah. something? I, I don't want to talk to you anymore. No, I just... Here's a guy that's got irritable bowel that's like always uh, thinks he's on death story. Finally went to the yeah. doctor. doctor said, there ain't nothing really bad for you. The doctor stuck his finger up his... Wreck him. He's not that deep anyway. And at any rate, uh, and he's eating hot peppers. If you have irritable bowel, you can't eat hot peppers until you're like... The, until I think subsides, man. Okay. But they're good. I, I'm, I'll get, I, I wrote the book on uh, irritable bowel, believe you me. All right. I'll give you the instructions. Only eat two more. Eat some applesauce. Applesauce. And you know, and the good thing with you is that uh, you're not diabetic, so you don't have to worry about. See, like me, I can't even eat applesauce. No, you can't. Because it's like mostly sugar. Right. Azu- azucar. See. How is Cecilia Cruz doing? Is she calling yet? That's uh, one of the rejoins we're going to be playing. 
See La Cruz? Oh, no. great. See, now, this is much better today. Even I'm enjoying this. we got a lot of, you know, taking a few calls. we got a lot of nice faxes, thousands of them, zillions, a few. More to come. And not any of those stupid contrived phone calls. And then we had the nice thing. Who got Rick Shaw to do that thing? Uh, that Miguel was, sent thanks, the, Rick. Miguel sent the email. That was a really nice thing. Thanks a lot, Rick. He's a good guy. There aren't too many good guys left in radio anymore. Most of the good guys are dead. You know, Bill Calder, Ranieri, Big Wilson, Jim Harper. I wouldn't say he was a good guy. He, he was all right. He was not in the year. He was our. He was our. Uh, he always had the same purple sweater. He was the production guy at INZ. Boy, he was strange, man. Jim Harper. He was a good guy though. To me, not a good guy. <laughs> that was a strange place. We had Nancy, the receptionist. She's been dead for a long time. She had a little bit of a problem, of course. Working there with Tim Williams in that crowd, I can understand easily why. And Stanley Cohen. Oh, that's right. I forgot about Stanley J. Cohen. If anybody wants to ask me who was the worst general manager you ever worked for, I would tell you right up front, uh, leaving, setting Greg Reed aside if that's possible. Because nobody I ever worked for could lie like him. But uh, Stanley Cohen and Tim Williams there at INZ, what a, what a perfecter that was. Thankfully, interrupted in between was uh, Gary Lawrence. Thanks, Gary. I think last time we did this, like on the, uh, where the hell was it? Maybe it was still at IOD. I think Gary Lawrence called in, like maybe the 20th. Yeah, that's right. That would have been on IOD, right? Okay. Gary Lawrence called in. Bill Toole called in. I worked for it at the J&O West Palm Beach with the lime green pants. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Bill Toole. And he was. Efren in the Baton Rouge says, I've been a loyal listener to you ever since I returned home to West Palm Beach from college, UF in 86. I don't remember exactly how I found you on the radio, but I'm glad I did. And so are we. Efren, Efren faxes us uh, fairly often from Baton Rouge. Prior to finding you, I listened to Lee Fowler, rest in peace, and Jack Cole, rest in peace. I see what I mean? They're all dead. Anjay and Old West Palm Beach, both of those guys are long gone, but you're still here kicking ass. I'm not only still alive, I'm still on the air. How do you like that, huh? All you naysayers out there? Nay. Yeah. As Monty Python would say, the naysayers. And that's what they say in Amsterdam, too. Nay. I've been told that too many times, by the way. Nay. I think I may be your only black listener who interacts with this show. I used to call you from time to time, but now I fax you once a month since I live in Baton Rouge. Oh, and by the way, I hate the term African-American. I'm not from Africa. I'm from West Palm Beach, Florida, damn it. Well, good. How about West Palm Americans? Dark. There you go. My greatest memory was when you received a call from a black guy who said, Neil, I'm calling you from a cell phone I just stole from a cracker. <laughs> I remember you and, that. You and George hit the floor laughing and couldn't stop. I like that. Anyway, before I get too carried away, congratulations. I love you, and I look forward to hearing you on the radio another 30 years, even if they have to prop you up like CNN does with Larry King. Well, I don't have any suspenders yet, but, uh, uh -huh. boy, he's, he is something. He's like the ghost of Larry King. And like I said, poor John Stewart, why did he? Well, you know, I guess, uh, they, I guess all, they all, they all get around to it. Yeah. Why did he go on there? Why did he do it? Here's one from Anselm, a lawyer listener from prestigious Aventura, somebody actually in South Florida. It says, everybody, and nice show with the stars all around. This is very uh, fancy-schmancy. Too bad we don't got TV. Everybody has uh, moments in their lives. Uncle Neil, this is one of those times when life unfolds the way it should. Well, how do you like that? Happy 30th anniversary. You've been the voice of reason in South Florida. I've been a loyal listener for the past 15 years. I thank you for the last, and more importantly, thank you for opening my eyes about religion. I'm now a proud atheist. Oh! Excellent. Bless you, my child. I'll pray for you. I understand doing a good job at that radio station is like wetting your pants in a dark suit. You get a warm feeling, but nobody else notices. <laughs> that is That's great. great. Like wetting your pants in a dark suit. You get a warm <laughs> feeling, but nobody else notices. That is sensational. What Thanks, Anselm. And uh, you can start writing our material for us. That was good. <laughs> sensational. I don't know. I'm kind of like, I don't want 
put too many of these calls in here and spoil a good day. Don't want to overdo it. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi, Neil. Happy 30. And Thank I you. have one for you, Paul. How okay. about you're a bastard? What? How about you're a bastard? Yeah. I don't get it. No, he's he's trying. He's using the, the drop in there, you know, uh, he, like it's. Uh, You're a bastard. But it doesn't fit. See, that's the only problem. So the answer is no. No, but you're right. I am. Let's see. Mark says, when I started listening to you, I was a born again. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. Hallelujah. You were a catalyst of enlightenment for me over the last twelve years. I've evolved beyond belief. I'm a devout atheist with an open mind. Thank God, Mark. That's Neil. God. Of course. All the years of school and college, you were the first one who ever said to think for yourself and use your own brain. Use your brain. Don't believe all the bubble mices that they brainwash you with. Because if all the other stuff was true, they wouldn't have to do such a, a heavy-duty job of brainwashing. They wouldn't have to have all those madrasas over there in the uh, Middle East. Baruch Hatah between the Orthodox Jews and those Getchkis over there. Was, uh, oh, brother. Which is worse? Who did more to disrupt yeah. the mankind, you know? The Arabs or the Jews? You always used to say the masses are asses. I never really knew what you were saying until I watched the election results in 2000. It was then I understood the comment. The masses are truly asses. And, of course, don't leave out Al Gore and John Kerry and the Democratic Party, who are being steamrolled over like they don't even exist. And then, of course, speaking of good Republicans, there's that whiny Susan Collins. I noticed that since her appearance with Lou Dobbs last night, this morning she got religion, too. And she said uh, she's kind of moderating her tone now, too, so to speak, her whiny tone. Oh, uh, well, she's uh, satisfied now that they're going to go ahead with a 45-day review. Of course, like I said, the deal closes tomorrow. Deal closes tomorrow with the doobie-doobie-doobie people. And then they're just doing this dog and pony show for 45 days. They'll say, oh, everything's fine. Oh, we're fine. That's what Dan Stewart said, too. And look what happened to him. <sighs> God. See there, I'm, you're letting me get all whipped up again. Oh, don't get whipped up. <coughs> you know what I should get whipped up again is Troy Stratford. You know, he can see, this is why he irritates me. He can come in there and put on that, you know, fine show and that uh, suck around and yuck, yuck, yuck. And, but he doesn't do his job. See, that's what bothers me. You know what I mean? I can yuck it up no, with the best of them. I have no problem with that. I have a good sense of humor. I try to get along the best I can. But the problem is we have some people that want to yuck it up, but they don't want to do their job. And that makes me very angry. Remember that? My, Michael mm -hmm. was talking. Uh, makes me very angry. Right. To Carlo. Yeah. What do you think? I'm going to make my, uh, my godson, my, my godson a, uh orphan? Yes! Yes! Yeah. Oh, hi, uh, Clemenza. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't waste any time either, boy. Yeah, Clemenza just happened to be sitting rolling. in the back seat. Oh, he had those uh, tickets to Vegas. I guess the rest of the family probably, right. probably used them. They were, they were probably transferable tickets. <laughs> I imagine. Yeah, either that or they could probably afford to a Schmidt cannon, one or the other. I wonder what airline they flew. Twelve minutes after one at five, I guess anyone they wanted, right? Right, probably. At least Eastern. they didn't pipe the first class cabin on America worse like the Bee Gees did that time. Right. Boy, on my, my trip to Vegas. And to think that I did it, it was only toward the end of that show that somebody reminded me about that. Otherwise, I would never have done that tribute to the Bee Gees and wasted that whole day and tuned out 90% of the audience that hates the Bee Gees like poison. I've been telling you about dry concepts for a long time because I've used them in my house for over 21 years. In fact, they're going to be there this week, I do believe, and make those carpets look just like brand new. 
I encourage you to take advantage of Dry Concepts' maintenance contract that provides you with a 10% discount on all of Dry Concepts' services, including their one-of-a-kind carpet cleaning. Even the schmutziest-looking carpets in the world, the most hopeless-looking carpet, they can make look just like brand new. And they do great leather, drapey, oriental rug cleaning as well. They also specialize in pet odor treatments, ceramic tile and grout cleaning, mattress cleaning, and a lot more. And don't forget, they always give you written guaranteed price up front, and you'll always wind up getting a service by a professional technician who knows his stuff inside and out. You made a big investment while you decorated your home, so now it's time to protect that investment. Call Dry Concepts today and let them put everything back into shape and make them look just like brand new. And Dave Broward in the Palm Beach is called Dry Concepts tool-free, 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071 or on the Wicked Web, log on to dryconcepts.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QA. W-I-O-D. Oh, I hate that station. Yes. Yes, yep. sir. Yes. Uh, I wanted to, wanted to talk to you about uh, bridges, about cars, what? and boats that you talked about earlier. About what? Bridges, cars, and boats. Now, we're talking about bridges over, over the uh, causeway, not the ones in your mouth. I don't have any, my friend. Okay. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Calm down, sir. Take a deep breath. Those are regulated by the United States Corps of Engineers. You knew that, didn't you? No. Well, it is. All bridges over navigable waterways. See, if, I, are if I knew that, I wouldn't have been asking, see. What's that? I said if I knew the answer to the question, I wouldn't have asked it in the first place. Okay, well, all I'm saying, sir, is that the United States Corps of Engineers are the ones that regulate bridges over navigable waterways. Over what? Navigable waterways. Yes, sir, okay. Okay? Yeah. So it's up to them to decide what time yeah. the bridges should not be open. To the marine traffic. Yes. And what time should they not be open to marine traffic, sir? I'm telling you that they come up with the times. Well, what what is the time? I believe it's at rush hour times, sir, that they are not open to marine traffic. Other than that, they are open to marine traffic. So, in other words, any schlep with a boat can come along and back up traffic for that two months. absolutely correct, sir. Well, what kind of a communist bunch of crap is that? That is not a communist bunch of crap, sir. Sounds like you some kind of Neanderthal fascist Tommy Pinko uh, you got conspiracy to me. automobiles to one boat. Right, exactly. So the boat is going to stop for 5,000 cars? Is that it? No, I think that 50,000 cars ought to stop for one jackass in his boat. I think that's what they ought to do. Man, you better know your laws, mister, because you sure don't. That's right. I suppose you want the damn bridges closed to boat traffic and a hurricane, too. I want the bridges closed, period, okay? I want them closed. I want the bridge tender to go home and watch MTV and get the hell out of our lives. In other words, you I want, want those boat, bridges closed. Let them use the Julia Tuttle, okay? You don't, Let them you use don't, the MacArthur like Causeway. Boat, I think they ought to go on the George Washington Bridge and jump all the bridge tenders. How do you like that, sir? Well, I don't know about you, but you sound like some stupid, idiotic jerk. Absolutely correct, sir. 118 at QAM, where he was a special. He was the epitome of South Florida. That's why everybody hates it like poison, even the ones who pretend they love it. Even the ones who pretend it's paradise. Do, 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 do. You know that crowd? I know that crowd. Lady Faxer says, congrats on your about 30. I used to work in a vault counting money for 10 years all alone. Thanks for keeping me company all that time, making me laugh. I miss the days when all the politicians were more entertaining and not complete criminals. It was a lot more fun to laugh at all their stupidities. Put the bananas back on the background of your website. I miss them. They sum up everything about Miami. Thank you, Susan. 
Now, let's see. Well, there's a lot of faxes today, and you said I wouldn't even get about 30 of them. Well, speaking about 30. Yeah, how much we got? We got 1270 right Woo! So I say we go for 2000 Now, I think you're getting a little carried away. What, do you want the slop over? Well, <laughs> yeah. now that you mentioned it. wasn't it. good enough you got the free lunch today from John the Baker. Now he wants the slop over. 1270 bucks. that's in just over an hour. So let me uh, hype it again, okay? We can get to 2000 You're right. In fact, we can make we can we can be well on our way by Friday. We can be over that five thousand. We can give the Beasleys back their measly, I mean, five thousand dollars, and they want it back. Five thousand dollars. My God, the Beasleys fart out five thousand dollars before most of us get up in the morning. What the hell are we talking about here? Bunch of crap. Bunch of cheapos, man. I'd be humiliated and embarrassed, Joyce and Caroline and George and Bruce, all the Beasleys over there. I'd be embarrassed. Plus, all your relatives up in the uh, tree with the banjos. They're still picking it. Anyway, we got the van number one on the south, southeast corner of Pines and University in the Hooters parking lot. Till 2 o'clock, we got 40 minutes more to go. We got 40 minutes more to go. So we got a good shot. You're right. We got an outside shot. See, instead of, instead of like counting for votes on the poll today, we're counting for dollars on our fundraiser for abandoned pet rescue. This is true. And van number two, noon to two, from now until another 40 minutes, southwest corner of 27th Avenue, West 1 of Miami, at the Shell Gas Station. CDs and commemorative T-shirts, 20 bucks a piece, and benefit abandoned pet rescue in Fort Lauderdale. And I guarantee you, this is the last one of these. This will be a collector's item until that uh, final time. You know what I'm saying? In fact, probably after I, after I croak, you can probably do one of these. Oh, yeah. Because you'll be on there. Yeah. You'll be on there doing your own show. Somewhere. That's the idea. I'm talking about on this station, man. Joe Bell loves you. Well, he said you're adequate. Said you're right. I'll take that. That's a big step up. Canadigua Dave. Boy, I haven't had a fax from this guy in a long, long time. In fact, you know something? I remember I remember a fax we got years ago from Canadigua Dave who said he had asked his mother, and she said it was okay for him to contact me. Remember that? Yes. I, I found that very bizarre. In other words, it probably had something to do with, with that, you know. He asked his mother, and probably Dave is like about 70 now. He says, I live in South Florida in the 80s and 90s. I did, but since we turned to lovely Naples, New York, just south of Canada, we're on the same lake. Absolutely. It's great country. You know it well. The only thing I missed in Florida was you. Thank God, Neil, you're on the Internet. It's the only way to play. You're right. Toronto is a great city. Absolutely. Radio here sucks. We need you badly. Well, I'm thinking when I hang it up in South Florida, I'm going to come to WNAP in Naples, the big nap on your radio dial. The sisters are crazy not to syndicate you. You're cutting edge. You're better than gold. Congratulations again. Looking forward to seeing you someday in the land of Blue Jays and Leafs. Oh, Leafs, please. Why did you say that, Dave? Thanks again for your daily honesty and laughs. Sincerely, Canandaigua Dave from Canandaigua, New York. All right. Well, let's listen to a little bit of... Oh, they're in commercial. You're lucky. <laughs> I was going to put out a little bit of Leafs lunch on there. I am lucky. and groaning. Huh? I am lucky. Oh, you're very lucky. In fact, I'm talking to the audience. On well, what happened to uh, NHL Network is off, too. We got the NFL. What happened to my classic NFL hockey on there? This is a conspiracy is what it is. It's just a black screen. Well, I guess I guess it's uh, in black in honor of Lee Susan and Washington. Like that. Well, they really suck. Anyway, Gerard says, happy 30th. It's hard to believe. It's been nearly 25 years I accidentally stumbled upon you on AM radio. I've been an avid loyal listener ever since. You make me laugh out loud. Out loud. Well, how come we haven't heard from Bill Tech rhymes with Todd Brown? Continued success and good health from Gerard. Thank you, Gerard. How loud. Boy, let's... And, of course, don't forget, one of the highlights of my 30 years in town was... Whammy! God, it sucks. Wow. I want to apologize for that right up front. Actually, they owe me an apology, and so does your friend Marvin Rawman. 
I wonder how he and Defoe and the Indians are doing. Uh, I think they're all doing fine now. Jay says, can you put the... Well, that's because Marvin... I think Marvin's getting new drugs. I really believe that. <laughs> hey, I haven't spoken well, to other, him in... Uh, what other reason would you uh, suck up to an idiot like well, him? Why, why am I sucking up to didn't, him? Didn't you replace him? I got him? nothing to do with that. Yeah. Didn't you replace him? I, I owe him my job. Oh, I see. No, you owe me your job because I'm the one right? that had to like, have a hernia to get him fired there. Right. And they promoted him instead. Yeah, of course. Show that you. was the uh, Cox Broadcasting uh -huh. way. That's right. As in Cox Ahoy's. Jay says, can you put the track list of your CDs on the website? Maybe it's on there and I missed it. No, that would be a good idea. I'm sure Eric can handle it. Anyways, due to the significance of the day when I turned your show on this morning, I thought of all the years I've been listening to you, then I got really pissed off. Damn it, I want the fart sounds back, Joyce. They weren't the whole show, but nevertheless, they were an important part of it. Neil, go out flaming today, it says. Flaming! Oh, I thought that was every day. Play the Condoleezza song with a sporadic melody of fart sounds in the background. Joyce is a big, fat, hairy tumor growing on the neck of the Neil Rogers show. Cut the tumor off, Joe Bell. The guy's got 30 years in the market for crying out loud. You're a legend. Congrats, says Jay. Let me know when you're going to redo What's Your Favorite Cartoon Pool. And also, has Phil Henry called in yet? Are you sure? Oh, yeah. I'm holding my breath waiting for that. My good close friend, Phil Henry, who turned on everybody like a cornered rat. Oh, yeah. He can't recommend anybody in the South Florida anymore because I, I had the audacity to say that his syndicated show, and this is before he became a right-winger, wasn't as good. I didn't enjoy it as much as when he was on IOD. Well, that's a real shot, you know. I said he was a unique talent, and the yada, yada, I kissed both cheeks, but that wasn't good enough. I, I, had a, I guess I had to put my tongue in the crevice, you know. I just won't do that uh, for anybody. It melts in there. Oh, geez. Candy in the crevice. Sweet. Robin Colorado says, been listening for 20-plus years, back to the days of the bird. Uh, what does that say? Light, oh, lightning round, Mr. Uh, Ego, etc. Thank Neil God for the Internet. I still listen almost every day from Colorado. Congratulations on 30 years of great entertaining radio. No one compares. Thank you, Rob. Colorado, baby. A lot of right-wingers out there. I'd watch myself if I were you. Howard the Faxer, not Howard the David, it says, Congratulations on your milestone. I moved to South Florida, West Palm Beach, in the summer of 87. Shortly thereafter, I found you briefly on AM station that I could barely hear, but you made me laugh. Let's see, 87 would have been um, IOD. You could barely hear it. Hmm. Must have had a weak radio, Howie. Then you disappeared. I found you by accident in the morning with Captain Dave and the Bird. I've been a loyal listener ever since, but I only became a participant in the show. Oh, no, that was INZ, I see. Oh, that's right. I was on INZ at night. And even in Broward, you couldn't hear the damn thing. Been a loyal listener ever since, but only became a participant in the show in the last year. While you seem simply to want to entertain, I most enjoy the show when you're debunking crap, whether it's government or religion. That may sound funny coming from a religious Jew who's president of a synagogue, but you point out the nonsense and religion that pervades it instead of the real message, which is to live in peace and harmony with other people, all other people, not just those who follow the same religion that I do, which should be everyone's goal instead of being a tool of division of backwardness. Oi! Keep up the good work, and by the way, it's the third time asking you if you need a new nickname now that Mo is gone. You keep skipping that part of my faxes. Howard the Faction, not Howard the David. No Mo Mo, okay? But we do have Gelder this afternoon between two and four, who's uh, filling in where we used to have Mo, and no Bo today. Well, when are they going to find it? I mean, I, you're right. I, I, don't, I don't care. I don't know. I was going to say, when are they finally going to do something about that two to four? You know, like put a, put a show on. But I guess, uh, you know, the in, rationale we can't do worse than a 1 1. That, that's, that to me is very aggressive, uh, outstanding program. <laughs> we can't do worse than we had before with a 1 1. So let's just uh, kind of schlock our way along until uh, somebody comes and bails us out. This so, is By the way, you're right, Mad Dog. Take the cash to the bank, you and this the Humper Man. Take it to the bank. Through these uh, grave robbers. Venus for the homo. Where we're in the 
George and Josh and uh, yada, and you know I already said my piece and it and they, they get it. Mm-hmm. But Boca Brian, Chickenneck, yeah, and KJ right. and Guitar Man. Now Guitar Man mostly in the past he didn't do anything in a long time. He's gotten too important. That's but right. you know they they all did so much. But when I stop and think about if the show had been syndicated years ago, I don't so much think about what I have to say as about the country hearing the stuff that this lunatic has come up with. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Which is why when I, when I see that the uh, comedy services don't take certain things, they did. For example, yeah, th- th- this is maybe the most brilliant oh, thing sure. that was ever the done. The Middle Eastern world, no argument, will be exploded. Sadamat people killed with the gas that we sold him. Right. First time aggressor nation and the only one that's growing. Now more blood will be spilled to get that oil flowing. Forget about Korea and. The nukes they're toting and the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads. That Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Three thousand people killed are not forgotten. Let's exploit them instead. Hey, there's oil to be gotten. Going after Saddam to placate Osama. There's no longer mention of the name Bin Laden. But no one seems concerned, all comfy and complacent. Believing every word of this cartel administration that controls us by fear through media manipulation. And the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads. That Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. The loss of civil rights is the price that we're paying. We're all suspects now, not the Ashcroft is saying. I have nothing to hide, table talkers all are saying. Blind, obedient cattle don't have any reservation. Out of provoked battle and world annihilation. Old regimes must fall in Halliburton installed with no objection at all. Democrats don't have the balls and the right wing is drilling it over and over into our brain. 
pits. Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Only Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. The man is a chicken neck genius, let's face it. Hey, how about that hotline? Oh, the bat line's ringing? I guess. Like like to cut you Hello. off when you're praising Boca Brian. Hello. Neil Rogers. Yes, sir. Joe Costello, happy 30th anniversary. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah? Incredible. Yeah. 30 years, man. That's a long time. That is a long time. How did you do well, it? How did you handle it? Lasted, I'll tell you that. That's for sure. So, anyway, I wanted to wish you a happy anniversary, but more so than that... More yes. so than that, thank you for teaching me this business, this hell that I'm in. It's uh, it's all your fault. No, I'm kidding. But uh, you and George saved well, thanks me. Thanks for warning me that XM Radio is nothing but a bunch of truck driving rednecks. Thank you for that warning. No, no problem. I like them now, though. Oh. Yeah, now that I'm back in Florida and I broadcast from here, it's so much better. From where? From home. From home? From home. It's a good idea. You should try it. Hey, who ever heard of such a thing as that? Like I said, I learned everything that I know from you guys. Well, I wouldn't spread that around. Well, not everything. I was yeah. trapped in sports nerd purgatory. 1996, WQAM saying, what? Bruce Warner, what the heck am I doing here? And Neil and George come over from IOD, and Joe Costello is saved, baby. So thank you so much uh, on, on a personal level, and the entertainment's been pretty darn good. Well, great. Congratulations for getting out of that uh, place up there. That's good. Oh, it's so much. Well, uh, let me tell reality. you. We might even like you again someday. I'm not too sure. But yeah, what know. happened with that? With what? I don't know. I don't know. Just uh, you were a little bit annoying there, and I guess that's because you were uh, psychotic. You know, went through a nasty divorce and working for a bunch of Yahoo rednecks that, you know, I guess. Okay. Uh, well, let me tell you, being in D.C. will mess up the mind yeah, of you. Well, that's what George kept saying. He said, you just weren't the same guy no more, but that's not. Well, yeah, that's, that's what I said. Yeah, George. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, George. Incidentally, yeah. I heard the story of George telling the, that he puked in my yard with devil horns just days ago, and it brought back some great memories. I bet it did. Yes. Well, Neil, again, happy 30th anniversary. Thanks, Joe. Um, uh, congratulations. Thank you. See you. Take care. The House has pulled from consideration today a compromise measure on the Patriot Act, which was agreed upon by Senate Republican moderates and the House Judiciary Committee. According to the Raw story, it's pretty raw. House aides say that Representative F. James Sensenbrenner of Wisconsin, chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, has delayed a vote on the compromise measure. A vote on the Sununu provision, named for Senator John Sununu of New Hampshire, who negotiated the compromise, has been yanked from a floor vote in the House today and been rescheduled for next Tuesday. What happens now is unclear. The Senate approved the full Patriot Act conference report, which the House already has approved. Then we'll vote on the Sununu compromise. The House could still back out of the measure, though, but aides seem more optimistic after an initial scare that the House had dropped the measure indefinitely, meaning that if the Senate approved the Patriot Act conference report, the entire bill could go to Bush for a signature without any revisions. And it goes on. But in other words, it's, uh, nothing's going to happen. Same old crap. Democrats roll over, just like, you know, you train your dog, roll over, Rover. That's right. what the Democrats do, roll over and spread their legs, wide open. Oh, and speaking of that, Joyce, it's up for several honors at Sunday's Academy Awards ceremony, but Crash already has taken first prize for the most curse words in a film nominated for Best Picture. Oh! All right. No wonder I liked it so much. That's right, because it was uh, realistic, that's how people talk. FamilyMediaGuide.com, which tracks incidents of profanity, sex violence, and tobacco use in films, reported Tuesday that Crash had 182 expletives, including 99 utterances of the F word. Oh! No F. 
The movie about racial tensions in Los Angeles is nominated for six Oscars, including Best Picture, Best Director, Best Screenplay, and Best Supporting Actor. Fair Ass Mounting ranked second among Best Pictures with 92 curse words, followed by Munich with 22. Only 22. That's small taters. Mm-hmm. The record for the most pro- profanities in a film to win a Best Oxer, uh, Oxer, Oxer is held by Platoon with 329. Bet you didn't know that. The yeah, Vietnam War drama, The Deer Hunter, is second with 208. Well, there's a lot of curse words in war movies, you know. Damn, F, you know. Family Media Guide says it makes no judgment on a movie's value, but simply tracks instances of profanity, sex violence, and tobacco use as a guide to parents. So don't let your kids see Crash because they say the F word 99 times. How do you like that? 99 times. Too bad Sonny ain't still around to say 99 yards. Wouldn't that have been great? It would have been. It would have been, but he's not here. He's dead. Too bad we missed Sonny. Sonny Hirsch, good guy. Saw all ago. Joe Freed, he's dead. I wonder if Gene Teabloom, I forgot to mention him to Hank this morning, Gene Teabloom, he was uh, in the tea room at KAT. He was, he, was, uh, Joe, he was a really strange guy. Talk about temperament. He was the assistant news guy to Joe Freed at KAT. Mm-hmm. And one day he got so perked off about, I don't remember what it was about, about something at work. And he went out and he sat on the curb on Bay Road. You know, the station was there on Bay, rhymes with right. that. Uh, and he just sat on the curb. And wouldn't come in for long. He was just all red in the face. I don't remember what it was about, but it's apoplectic. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing. So how much we got there? We're going to call in after every break. We're at 1,600. Ooh! So uh, that was the last report I got. So we. uh, what time? That was right before you came back. Came back from what? From the break. Europe? Well, the last break was like 20 minutes ago. That's what I'm saying. 15, whatever. Okay, so let's see if we can get to that 2,000. I don't think so, but we're, 1,600 is a pretty good start, right? And we're just getting it going? I think so. I think we are well on our way to repaying the Beasleys and uh, just kissing them off. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. Neil Rogers. Ah. Very old, not pretty old, ancient. Fossilized. Venerable. Crusty. Would you slip and fall? I said crusty, not musty. While your window is open, or run down the hall. While your window is open, I'm out. But I feel secure Cause your temp will watch while your windows open That was the day I lost touch with the South Florida audience, man. I touched it, and they all ran like hell. Wouldn't be the first time. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Guy calls in. Oh, that's it. You've gone over the edge, man, in bad taste. You know, this You're is long after Eric Clapton's kid went flying out the window. And uh, some listener actually recorded that. That wasn't even one of our own uh, psychos that did that. Right. Jerry and well, Jerry Sullivan. Oh, no. Oh, that can't be the Jerry Sullivan. You know, it's got to be somebody different. Wilmington, North Carolina. Is that anywhere near your uh, hood? I don't know. Ben Lister, you don't know too much about North Carolina. For the guys I know about Western North Carolina, Carolina, so I haven't heard of it. Ben Lister, since the Hallandale days, I bailed out of South Florida 10 years ago, and I live in Wilmington, North Carolina, with a bunch of closed-minded red, na- red state nose pickers. George would love it here because it's one of the best places to live in North Carolina. 
Congratulations on the Big 30. Thank God for the Internet. All we have is right-wing radio and John Boy and Billy. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. I'm sure glad it's not the Jerry Sullivan from IOD who got demoted from program director to driving the overnight news truck. True story. That was their way of saying, uh, see you, Jerry. Look at Russell and Coco, chronic man. Yesterday we got a fax from Russell, but he's out of control today. Congratulations. Twenty years ago, I fled the frozen north for a week of winter vacation with friends in Jupiter and ran into your show. I was hooked. My friends couldn't get me out of the house mid-days. Came back to South Florida whenever I could to hear you. When I finally bought a place in Central Florida, I made damn sure I signed anything that your signal came in here. Well, before I signed anything, oh, I see. Now it's six months terrestrial and six months Internet each year. May continue for 30 mo. Big thanks for all the fun laughs, locker room uh, humor, shibboleth smashing, religion bashing, wicked wit, political wisdom and truth. No sacred cows. You are my generation's H.L. Mencken. Only funnier. Well, thank you, Russell. Boy, that's emotional and uh, all kinds of alliteration in there and stuff. Adam says, happy 30th. The power of Christ breaks again with the exorcism of the water Nazi finally getting it out of QAM. Don't mess with the water Nazi. What a present for your anniversary. Thank you, Adam. It was, it was a very fine present. In fact, Joe Bell came in yesterday and made a point of that. That she resigned as a, as a gift to me on my 30th anniversary. That she got the hell out. And long overdue. Let's see. One black hockey fan. It says, happy anniversary. You guys should make a poster of the cover of the CD. I buy that before the CD. I'll get the CD anyway. Whatever that means. Oh, I see a poster. Yeah, yeah that's cute. Oh, we can do a lot of things. How are we doing? Did we get that call after that break? Yeah, we're at 1760. Woo! Oh, no, we're so close. Uh -oh. Hold on, I'll get another call. I beg your pardon? He's getting another call. Oh, and then uh, the frequency, of course, 1760. Isn't that what the fan was, our first uh, sports competitor they were peeing in their pants about? Competitor? With more testes distraught in that crowd of losers. And that uh, silly uh, Jim Berry from Channel 4, whatever. He's a, he's a gooseball. Not a goofball, a gooseball. Happy 30th from... Uh, What's up with your fish? Oh, what's up with your Fakakta Mishpacha guy? Wow, wow, that sure goes back a long time. Sure you know? does. In fact, uh, if I knew how the hell to spell it. F-A-R. Oh, it's spelled with an R? No wonder. Well, when you got the bad spelling in there. Uh, Fahrenheit. Boy, I tell you, we got a lot of stuff. Hey, yo, man, what's up with your Fakakta Mishpacha? I started listening as a punky 15-year-old Brett 89. been hooked ever since. I remember the first show I heard it was when Dion was in the studio on his birthday. Oh, Dion was in the studio. That was really something. How could anyone not be an Ely for uh, life after that? You know, gone down the road. Stop it, Fanny Mae. I'm going to tell old Fanny what I heard of Boston City. Don't stop me talking. I'm going to tell everything I know. I'm going to break up the signifier. Whoa, people, somebody's got to go. You know, Neil told Rich, Richie told the bird, and Bird told Annie, Annie told her mother, tell her, brother too, don't stop me talking. I'm going to tell everything I know. You know, like that. <laughs> and when you stop and think about it, there he was talking about Fat Rich and the Bird, and uh, they're gone, and Dion and I are still here. And he's still like wearing that. that same cap. That would be a good poll question. Who's got the oldest, smelliest cap, Rick Shaw or Dion? Anyway, uh, Mark says, you're absolutely the best. I'm the third Mark today. Movie recommendations. Sweet smell of success with Burt Lancaster and Tony Curtis. Lancaster is excellent as Walter Winchell type newspaper columnist. In fact, this movie opened up a lot of eyes regarding Winchell and his influence began to suffer. And even Tony Curtis, whom I normally can't stand, shines as the slimiest, most unscrupulous of all press agents. Another fantastic movie showing the media for what it is. I think you'd like it. Sweet smell of success. I'm putting that in my pile. Okay. I'm putting that right under my uh, shoe uh, things there. Your uh, steel-belted radio. My steel-belted radial shoe things. Here's a fax from uh, Gene. Oh, yeah, Gene, who's been faxing. Gene Rogers, as a matter of fact. 
Been a loyal listener since the KAT days in North Miami when Woody's was just a small hot dog stand on Biscayne Boulevard. Thank you, Gene. And a big gazun. Let's see. Joyce, you, uh, let's see. Joyce, you. Joyce the first 30. Joyce the next 30. And Joyce, Joyce Jr. The only reason I listen is to see how you'll Joyce me off again. Thank you, a Joyce and listener, uh, Kurt. Thank you, Kurt and Joyce, you. Uncle Leo, just want to wish you a very happy 30th anniversary. I used to think Howard Stern was the best, funniest show on the radio, but I was wrong. Leo Rogers show, including the lovely George Rodriguez. You're lovely now. Is the best radio show on free or satellite radio. Keep up the good work, Pally. Thanks for the memories from your semi-chronic faxer. Here's one. You're the best. Your biggest fan, 20-plus year listener, three-time caller, to meet you. There is only one God. His name is not Jesus. It's, uh, whatever, says Rick in Miami Lakes. Thank you, Rick. Two-time meet me, okay? <laughs> meet. That's meet. Didn't say I eat. I've been, uh, let's see, been lucky enough to listen to you, so I recognize this. Andrew. Oh, it's Todd, Chronic Todd of Hollywood. Since K-18, appreciate every minute. Thank you profusely. You're welcome, Todd. The price is right. P.S. Don't blame you for leaving South Florida. You, uh, you're a toilet in the sun. Come on down and feel the hate. <laughs> hey, don't feel the heat. Feel the hate. Amen. Although the hate is... Uh... Wasn't that something with Joe Costello calling in? I noticed you were kind of taken aback. No, I knew that uh, he was ringing the hotline. How'd you know that? Because he called Josh and said, hey, I'm ringing the hotline. Tell me he'll answer it. Oh. Kevin says, uh, I found a safe and tranquil place to live in South Florida. It's the mainlands of Tamarack. You know, the little white houses with old people living in them. It was affordable when I moved here. I've enjoyed living here the past five years. But now a developer wants to build townhouses and zero-lot houses on the land, a golf course that surrounds our neighborhoods. It's a rotten plan. It'll slam geezers and upwardly mobile types into the same tiny space. I've seen their plan. It reminds me of that hideous photo of the python that tried to eat the alligator out in the Everglades, and the result, they both died. Up until now, I've been able to avoid the South Florida you described. I'm afraid it may have shown up on my doorstep. Perhaps as a public service, you could mention there will be a meeting March 15th at the Tamarack Municipal Building regarding this issue. Check the Sun Sentinel location section for exact time. Kevin, thank you, and happy anniversary. Well, thank you, Kevin, and good luck to you. Okay? Although we don't read the Sun Sentinel no more. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. On the Islamic Cartoon Network, it's Iraqi and Bullwinkle. Hey, Iraqi, watch me put a rabbit out of my turban. Oh, Bullwinkle, that trick never works. Snip it up my let's go. That was no rabbit, Bullwinkle. That was an insurgent. Oh, you better get a new turban. Abu don't like all the harper. Don't, don't, don't. Every time I see. Don't, 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 don't. That retarded Jim Witch. Don't, don't, don't. On my TV. He's president of Republican muscle and an articulate idiot. I don't know why they would want this guy, but now he's here. We're screwed the next four years with President Thumb. Oh, <laughs> 
Okay, almost out of time. We've got uh, Geldy standing by. Two to four in the revolving door slot. Uh, thanks for all the faxes and the calls. Now, let me just ask you this. We had 1760 on the last shot. What have we got now? Uh, you know what? I'm not sure. Uh, probably just a little bit more. Because I only, got, I only got one call, so... Yeah. I don't know the total. There's two of them, you know. 1760. We got a shot of being real close right on the verge, man. We're right on the edge of 2000. Just pretend. Yeah, like I said, we got 45,000 today, and that's just on the first day. See, that or stay on until they get to 2000. That's a good idea. You guys stay right where you are until you get to 2000. If it's like 10 o'clock tonight, midnight, 4 in the morning, whatever the hell it is, just stay there, and we'll be right over. Bye, bye, bye.